If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Do you love true crime podcasts, but get worn out by all the murder and death? Then yeah! I, <laughs> I think we have just the thing for you. Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. the scam goddess, Ooh. loves fraud, hoodwinks, hoaxes, swindles, and double crosses, which is why she created her new show, Scam Goddess. Ooh. A podcast. Wait, so the host is a scam? Okay. okay. That's like, damn, she <laughs> getting down. It's a story about it, but it's her. Wow. Okay, edgy. A podcast dedicated to all things fraud coming to Earwolf Tuesday, October 1st. Each week, Lacey sits down with some of our favorite comedians to talk the hottest hoodwinks, greatest gifts, and dubious double crosses in history. Comedians like Nicole Byer, Paul F. Tompkins, Lauren Lapkus, Jamie Loftus, Carl Tart, and so many more. Check out Scam Goddess when it premieres October 1st. You can subscribe now on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Daily Harvest makes it easier than ever to get back into the habit of eating more fruits and vegetables with thoughtfully sourced, chef-crafted foods that can be prepared in less than five minutes. Fill your box with more than 65 different options, like ready-to-blend smoothies, hearty soups, and savory harvest bowl. Each Daily Harvest cup takes one step to prepare with room for customization. All of Daily Harvest's ingredients are sourced and selected for maximum nourishment and peak season flavor. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code FRIENDZONE to get $24 off your first box. That's promo code FRIENDZONE for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend Hey. This is the friend zone. Has a friend ever told you that they don't like your significant other? Yes, I had a friend before tell me that they didn't like my significant other, and he didn't end up being a horrible guy. But we uh, we didn't end up staying together. But I told my friend she needed to mind her damn business. Girl, girl. girl, girl. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that it was only right. First of all, I want to let the world know and every listening ear know that I am under under the weather this week. Oh. Okay, so everything that I've provided took a lot from me and I decided to just take it down in my roots. So uh, I was feeling <laughs> spiritual, so I went to Prophetess Kiki Palmer. You know, she's mm. really been giving us a spiritual word lately. <laughs> and this week's clip is no different. Um, it's from that infamous Vanity Fair piece where she took the lie detector test that birthed the sorry to this man meme and moment. Well, that was another damn clip from that interview where she was talking about how people have been in her business and, you know, she had to 
accept what they said as being true. But what I most appreciated was that she stayed focused where the focus belonged, which was on the absurdity of you interjecting in the first place. See, it don't matter if you right or wrong. Mm. This here business belongs to me. And the fact that you over here is out of order. So now I'm about to put you back over there. Okay. And I love the way she did that by adding one final piece to her sentence. And I'm not a person who uses this word frequently in my personal vernacular, which I guess that's a bit redundant because vernacular is your personal language, but that's neither here nor there. That was for the people that went to school. (laughs) But the fact that she almost punctuated her, her, her spiel with girl, that right there was just such a reset for me. You know what I mean? It put us back to the center. Like, what are you even doing here? Girl. So for those of you who are having moments where you feel like the people around you have completely lost their marbles and they just need to be reminded that what they're doing is literally crazy. Mm. Complete your sentence. No matter what they, no matter what's going on, they a girl today. Okay. Girl. girl. So you let them know the hashtag this week is girl. That being said, and most wow. importantly understood. I love that you've played every clip but the one that went viral. <laughs> yeah. Such a rebel. So it's a deeper dive, and plus, I'm obtuse. So, okay. <laughs> now. I'm obtuse. Because I'm not feeling well, I've just been deep in my head. Um, and so this week, and first of all, before any of y'all motherfuckers go there, this is like a 24-hour bug. I'll be all right tomorrow. Sure will. And I don't need nobody, you know, don't be asking no questions. Because, you know, I had to... I'll go there later. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to go there, but I had to check somebody on Instagram talking about some, you all right, you look like you didn't lost weight. Uh, And so I put LOL because it made me laugh. Then they'll say, oh no, I'm not trying to be shady. I'm just a concerned fan. I put laughing my ass off after that because I couldn't believe, first of all, like... Under a picture? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, you know, maybe I have slimmed down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But so the fuck what? I've been busy and shit and I'm back in the gym and my thing gonna be all right. But the point is, who the fuck are you to tell me what the fuck I look like? So, you know, I went to his profile. Oh, God. He was built like a Coupe de Ville. I said, you know what? If this this statuesque motherfucker don't leave me alone, you shapely nigga, you... I couldn't believe it. He was the stallion. But anyway, because I'm not feeling well, which was my point originally, right? I'm sorry for being loopy and going all over the place. No, it's fine. Because I'm not feeling well. I've just been in my head. So the QTNAs this week, this is the just thoughts edition, right? So these are just just thoughts that I've had, you know, over the, you know, since I've just been thinking. So the first one, and this is a serious question, y'all. I want you to tell me what you think. I want to know. I wonder. This is another setup, Jesus. If Anita Baker was mad when Tony Braxton came out, I really, I wonder. You know what I'm saying? Like in a, in a kind of like, who this bitch thinks she is? Like, you know what I'm saying? Short hair, check. Pretty. You know what I'm saying? Brown skin, check. Oh Little check. Deep voice, rasp, check. And you know Anita Baker's a bitch. <laughs> Everybody oh knows God. it. So I just wonder if she was like, oh, this People bitch. People kill me saying that. I wonder if, oh, I'm from, you know where I'm from and you know where she's from. And I, you know, game <laughs> no, recognized I game. I just know what's up. Anybody don't comb just the front of their hair. You know, it always, the curls be intact in the back, but the front just be wayward. So I, if, oh you, if they don't God. even comb just the front of their hair, you know they don't give a fuck about what you got to say. So I just wonder if she was mad when Tony Braxton came out. Fair thought. Okay. Number two. I can't wait for her to tweet you. This me then. I love you, Anita Baker, for you start fucking with me. I love you. <laughs> you sound like okay. Jay when she was <laughs> Number two, it's a thought. 
who was the very first person that told somebody to kiss their ass as an insult? <laughs> I just wonder. And I wonder how they came up, like, to how they thought, how they conceptualized, like, you, I'm so mad at you that I want you to put your lips on my ass. Like, right. I wonder how they came up with that as an insult. And I wonder what the other person had did. Right. Because if somebody came up with that, right. who was the first person? Okay. Shut your mouth and kiss my ass. Like, how did they, how did you, what? like, you know. How was that formula? Because my shit be lining up, but yeah. I just wonder. Anyway, so <laughs> third thought, third and final. Don't y'all think that married people should have bunk beds? You know what I'm saying? So when the <laughs> shit ain't going right, you can just get another damn bed. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Yeah. I think bunk, <laughs> I, there's a correlation, friends. But they can make bunk beds sexy. I mean, why not? Put shit. a pole in between. You know what I'm saying? There's things you can do. But those are my thoughts. And with those being said, <laughs> and most importantly understood, I'd like to welcome everybody to the Friend Zone. Okay. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, mental hygiene. And this week, congestion. Because who in the hell yeah. wants a musty brain? I know I don't. Hello, Francesca, darling. Hello, Dustin Ross. How you doing? I'm amazing. Good. So I have a black business of the week and a few announcements because there's a lot going okay. on. What is that? All of us are like working, Pumpkin working, season. Right? So the first announcement is that our brother, Xavier Delo. Oh, yeah. Will be releasing a cologne or how do you say it? Uje Parfum. I don't know how to say it. That was terrible. <laughs> Expensive shit. <laughs> <laughs> On the 26th of September, he released one called Delo. Woo! First of all, that's really cool. I haven't seen anyone do that. Yes. So I love when creatives just kind of swerve on us and come out with a project that you have not seen all over Instagram already. So shout out to you because that's really awesome. You Hello. can get more information at waft.com forward slash Xavier. Dot Delo. And Delo is D-L-E-A-U. I'm going to read a little bit from the website. He Delo. says, without you, there are no words. Without you, there is no me. Without you, there's no Delo. Come oh. on, XD. You better Come give on. us Calvin Klein commercial. Delo. <laughs> he said, Waft inspired me to ensure that I could create something inspiring and essential. We're able through this unique brand to ensure that we continue to tell the world however present we can be by creating your own scent and are giving this experience to another vowel just like you. Either way, you'll be taking a bit of me with you. Mm. He's so just jazzy. You sure this ain't lube? <laughs> <laughs> Look, come, Personal lubricant. Come, coming soon. Yo, and the shit smell good. It I can say firsthand. so Yes. Good. We've all tried it. The best part is that it smells different on everyone. Because, you know, with mm -hmm. the chemistry of everyone's body. Yeah, and, some of them strong, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and Jade was saying how sometimes some perfumes will smell like roach spray on her. I don't know why she feels that way. Mm -hmm. But she tries. <laughs> She's so <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be weird for him to hug some of his friends and they like smell and like we him. We all have his cologne. <laughs> um, I text him and I was like, can you give me some, like a description of what notes and scents, you know, just so mm -hmm. that people can get an idea of this a is something they tone. would even try. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he said the top notes are rose, violet, and orris. Mm -hmm. The mid notes are ginger and nutmeg, cardamom, and vetiver. Vetiver is one of my favorite smells. So I'm excited about that. And That's then the sub notes is cedarwood. So it's very woodsy, very warm, perfect for fall. I think he dropped it at the perfect time. 
Um, he says it's modern, captivating, audacious, a unique hot cologne featuring a touch of modernity, courtesy of its ginger essence and strengthened by oriental cumin. So a captivating touch of flowers with violet and oris will bring your wild side to life. He's mm. got it. If you're talking about a thesaurus, you're right. <laughs> that was so descriptive. So I'm glad good. you read that because I smelled it and it smelled great. And I, I would not have been able to word any of that to but you. But that's exactly <laughs> how it smelled. That's, and that's why I texted him and I said, can you give us a breakdown of the notes in it? Because I want to let people know exactly what the experience they're stepping into. The coolest part is that the website itself is actually really cool. Have you seen it? I have. So you go to the website and you, so this is how it works. You're going to make your own cologne or perfume, depending on which one you pick. You're going to make your own. And then as a gift with making your own, you receive mm-hmm. XD's cologne. Amen. So you're working with two bottles, which mm-hmm. I think is really cool. And then if you like his, you can order it after that. I think that's a pretty cool deal. But when you go on the website, there's a part where it asks you, do you want masculine, unisex, feminine? You go forward. It asks, do you want day or night? Do you want move, play, work, love? Like it literally walks through through the experience that you're looking for in creating these scents. So I think that's pretty cool, like an interactive way to create your own scent. So This ain't no damn Gene to Tay, okay? <laughs> I'm super happy for him and I'm super excited. It's so cool. Yeah. XD, you're awesome. Shout out to Waft for creating this experience. And we all will be smelling like you very soon. Yes. I'm very excited about that. The second announcement is that I um, curated a listening session for Lewis York's First album, which is dropping October 18th. We're very excited. It's called American Griots. Yes, it is. So amazing. we all got a first listen <laughs> and it was quite the Fucking experience. Amazing. Like, First of all, these songs, the, the, the fullness of oh. this music is something that you have never experienced until you've heard this album. Man. I don't give a damn who your faves are. These are two people who have written and produced and composed some of your favorite artists' records, so you know that it's rooted in musicality, right. I guess. and excellence. And, yes, friend, and excellence. And, and, and sonically, I know this sounds like a bunch of bullshit, but I'm oh. really being honest. Like, sonically, these songs literally, like, hug your ears yeah and there's so many beautiful transitions oh my god electric blue is my favorite song on the record like i love how many times you had us play it i I love that song um and then there's a moment towards the end of the album that you just have to listen to understand yeah so it brought people to tears in the room and wasn't nobody there fake so i can vouch that it was sincere it was just the it album was also is beautiful. a really fun listening session. I'm so thankful to all of you guys. We had a blast. It was great. Fran had it hooked up. She Thank did. you. Like everything I did was do perfect. A really you, good did. Job, you did. You did. You did great. <laughs> you did great. I had me a little grab afterwards. You did great. It was amazing. You. The food was amazing. It the was drinks were amazing. Okay. It had Sidewall. lighting yeah. and yes. had something for everybody. The mood, the scent, and as soon as you entered Incense, the space, I burned you resin smell Fran. so that people could come in and feel like it was like a sensory experience you very know I had vibey. to very very vibey in the in a space that was so completely opposite of that exactly so the fact that you were able to transition and it into that, that was girl you a bad motherfucker I ain't gonna you. say it man. 
You a bad mama jamma friend. You know, it's cool. After that, a lot of um, artists and their managers hit me asking if we would be interested in curating similar experience for their albums. And I was like, that might be fun, actually. Okay. Very, very if fun. If we can create a like a listening session collective where when artists are coming out with something new, we kind of have an understanding that we all come together yeah. and provide that amplification. Bad Babies people reached out, actually. They want us to... Um, no. <laughs> Look at this. The only thing I'm gonna do for Bad Baby is get the belt <laughs> and whoop her little ass. So moving on, back to the good stuff. Yes. So moving on, you so did a great job. Thank it was amazing. You are amazing. I hope they understand that was your genius. Oh, that was completely that. hey friend hey Thank alone. You. That wasn't no friend zone shit. <laughs> that was hey friend hey curated and produced. I appreciate as that. An event. So yeah, I was anxious about it because I wanted it to be perfect and all the people and it coming. Was but it was great. I was ready. Everybody had fun. And the al- album is just incredible. The cherry on top. Wow. For incredible. Every single song. Incredible. <gasps> so diverse. So many different sounds and tones. The voices, the guests on. Yeah. You know, they're coming to the Atlanta show. Oh my God. So we got to get them to perform. I'm Dustin, excited. Dustin, we're going to fight because I know you want I just, I, for real, if I, if I can just <laughs> get, if I can get the end, <laughs> not the very, if I can just get the end of Electric Blue, you can have it. I can have Velvet. I, I just need, the, I just need that end. If they can fix it, make it into some sort of interlude, right. I'm with it. And wow. they can, so. Absolutely. And speaking of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. The friend zone, as we mentioned last week, is back on the road. That's right. With our sisters from getting grown. Those ain't hands. Those are butt cheeks clapping. (laughs) (laughs) We mentioned it last week, but the tickets are actually live right now. So we wanted to remind you to go ahead and grab those. Dallas will be seeing you October 26th. San Fran, we will be there December 7th. And ATL, we will be there December 14th. I'm so excited. The, uh, I, I went and checked today before we came in here and the meet and greets for Atlanta and San Fran already sold out. Damn. Wow. Y'all are so cool. Damn. <laughs> so and I was like, okay, they're yeah. moving fast. It's pretty great. Uh, so make sure you grab your tickets at thefriendzonelive.com and we cannot wait to see you. We actually have a couple more cities that we will be <laughs> announcing at the top of the year. Yep. We just wanted to kind of just focus on this quarter, but don't worry if you didn't see your city. We definitely have more to come. And that's it. Those are the announcements. Just wanted to make sure all of our friend bases were covered. Oh, and October 11th. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> have we even talked about it yet? I don't know if we have, but now that everything's like live with the Instagram stuff, you know. Yeah, like right. That maybe that's why. Now that yeah. they've finally uh, been forced to promote it <laughs> because you know they don't want to. Um, the Read will be releasing their show on Fuse October 11th, which is what? Less than two weeks. Less than two weeks. Wow. It's October already. It's already That's crazy. October. Huge moment. And look out for some really cool announcements regarding that show. Massive mm-hmm. announcements yeah. that we cannot wait to share with yeah. you. And the pop that weekend there'll be it's just gonna be a lot of good stuff coming around um the premiere of that show. So Oh yes. yeah. Well yeah. there'll be some events and stuff that'll mm-hmm. be open to yes, the public. The so once we have more information on location and all the time and all need. that. We definitely will share that with you because we know that you guys want to celebrate as much as we want to celebrate. Yes. Celebrate our friends. That's awesome. We just celebrated XD, Lewis York, Jade, and More Kia. butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> 
everybody fall. is out here. So this is going to be a, a beautiful and strong way to end the quarter. So I'm yes. really excited about that. Ready to jump into the recap. Which Let's recap. do it. <laughs> so on last week's episode, it was the Dustin Ross takeover. <laughs> and it was an episode titled Personal Policies where we discussed April and Little Fizz of Love (laughs) (laughs) as our study guide. It was Uh, deep, though. It was. It was. We discussed whether or not dating a friend, peer, or associate's ex is out of bounds. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante? I want to give a shout out to all of you that wrote in because <laughs> it was we, a lot of we got a lot of emails from people and a lot of people that wanted to be uh, that wanted to remain anonymous. I hear that. So I'm gonna reach out a couple of them. These are these might not even be the best ones. There were just so many. I was like, damn, y'all really decided to write in this week. <laughs> that April and Lil Fizz really resonated. But um, shout out to um this person. The subject says, "I got permission to sleep with my best friend's ex." Ooh, oh, wow. And it says, hey, permission, that's fair. It says, please keep this anonymous. Your personal policies episode reminded me of a time in college. One of my best friends to this day had broken up with her boyfriend three years ago. He was a known hoe, mad flirtatious too, (laughs) and she couldn't deal with the bullshit. Well, fast forward to senior year and a girl wanted some D. He was slash is always available for said D. So I straight up asked her, how would you feel if I hooked up with him? (laughs) She didn't care. So I went forth and conquered and we're still friends today. I thought that that was wow. interesting, to say the least. She don't trust you. <laughs> I, I mean, right, because I... I bet mind. you ain't held her purse since. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, friendship got to shoot For real. Right. She dances with her purse on her shoulder right. when y'all go to the club. Anonymous person listening, she looking at you differently. <laughs> I mean, maybe not so much now, but that day changed some things, I whether you know that or even not. Even if you say yeah, because we're all adults, I can't tell you what to do, but I'm going to file it away. Right, because yeah. literally, I can't tell you what to do and you're going to do what you want to do since you want to do that, but that don't mean... And you a hoe. <laughs> 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 how you go you a fool she at literally asked like well how you feel if i'm a if, if nothing else you real you a, you a you a real hoe but you a hoe i'm dying i'm oh hold on i got another one too <laughs> okay, this one says Close mouths don't get mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, She said the same applies Oh my god Above the equator and below Oh okay? my god She did She hit that pussy pat Evelyn did Oh my oh, god Why is she, Did you see it, Fred? I know yeah. you did I got some good <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> Yeah That's what she oh, did I wonder if she felt embarrassed Watching that back I wonder if her vagina was bruised <laughs> I said, damn. I heard the song say beat the pussy up. But I know it's like self-inflicted. Some, some friction had happened there, right. too. Like, it was real hard. You might as well get a bag of oranges. <laughs> like, what you doing, girl? Okay, I got one more I want to read. Oh, man. <laughs> The subject on this one says someone in my friend group dated someone's ex in the group and then married them. Oh, my God. Uh, So this person said we can call them Simon. (laughs) Simon said, um, as y'all talked about this, it immediately reminded me of the white folks in my board game friend group. 
board game friend group. Hold on, what? <laughs> that part, I didn't read that part before. And it just tells, you said yeah. group or cruise? Group, group. Board, oh, board game. Said board so, game friend cruise. Yeah, so it's some white people he play board games with. <laughs> nice. Well, that ain't real friends. That's just people going meeting up for the thing. It's okay <laughs> right. to fuck people you meet there. <laughs> so he said, Jessica <laughs> and Carl were in a relationship for about a year and a half. Who? Jessica and Carl. Mm-hmm. So during their relationship, Jessica wanted Carl to be more serious and he wasn't. Uh, so they thought about having a threesome and they wanted to invite Brittany also in this board game friend group as the third. So Jessica and Carl, they was bored with each other. So now they invite Brittany to, you know, instead of breaking up, let's bring somebody else into madness. Right. Jessica eventually got tired of Carl not wanting to be more serious and they broke up. Everyone in the friend group remained amicable and business went on as usual until Carl asked Brittany out on a date. Brittany asked Jessica if it was okay. And Jessica told her that she was cool with it. Fast forward and Carl and Brittany became an item. And fast forward some more, Carl proposes to Brittany. Wow. Brittany said yes. And everyone in the group decided to include, everyone in the group, including Jessica, attends the wedding. While all this was going on, Jessica realized that she was also into women and began her journey to the center of the lady pond. (laughs) Now, while all this mess is mess, these white folks didn't hold any grudges. And Jessica, Brittany, and Carl are still friends. I don't know if I could have endured all of that. And while it was going on, I felt like I was in the twilight zone because it seems like a violation. Maybe it depends on how the relationship ended, but it's still working for everyone. It wasn't a big, big deal to them. Love the show, Simon. Okay, so that's perspective. Okay. Well, first of cool. all, that writing had been on the wall because they was bored with each other. A it, it, sign A, sign yeah. B. Let's have a threesome and bring a girl in. Sign B. So Jessica was like, "Damn, I like girls, just not that one." Yeah, it was a transition. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So know. they all friends because don't let them give a fuck. If you know right. It was saying? it was like a sister wives moment, like yeah, a handmaid's like, tale kind. I think of thing. they just got clear and was like, "Okay, well, fuck it." Like, yeah. Huh? So, friend, <laughs> what did you find in those SoundCloud streets? Cause I know the people had things it's to all say of there. Y'all. So, <laughs> so on SoundCloud, Amber Lynn, so our, that girl from the first letter is way <laughs> the one that asked. <laughs> girl, you done with? Hey, Amber. Lynn. So Amber Lynn says, "There's the Lori Harvey, Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, and Diddy thing. Also, where Lori dated Justin, Diddy's son. So she's bringing up the other angle. <laughs> what do you do if your father dates?" Your ex. <laughs> I don't believe she dated Justin. No? Mm-mm. You don't think it would have gone down like that if she did? Mm-mm. Okay. And fair. I just don't believe that they... I believe that that was by design. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it was ever anything that was authenticated. And I believe the whole time she was around them, I believe that oh, she was there for got the big you. boss. <laughs> Not the little oh, prince. Oh, that's so genius. But I only know that because I got games. So I see the shit. I see the dice where they stop rolling. You know what I'm saying? This is my area of expertise. So you know what I'm saying? I already know. Wow. Yeah. Perspective. <laughs> Just saying. You know what I mean? I'm going to get the number. So that's what I'm trying to let y'all know. That's how I know how this shit go down. I see. I said, oh, okay, she really with. Oh, she not with him. She with him. Oh, my God. Okay. And sure enough, as time went on, boom, look what we got. Him, her, and Steve and the mama on vacation. So I'm just going to keep going <laughs> with my perspectives. I'm dead. Yeah. So, Dustin, what did you find? Oh, damn, it is my Twitter turn. Huh? It's my turn. <laughs> well, the first thing I found is a tweet that came from at God underscore S gift underscore. So it's God's gift, but it's just spelled stupid like that. Um, and his tweet says, <laughs> Oh my God. 
New Orleans rapper Mia X joins Loyola University faculty to teach courses on hip hop. And it's accompanied by a link to an article from theadvocate.com that goes into detail about those classes. I just think it's really dope. Mia X is a really, really dope entrepreneur at this point. She's got a successful restaurant um, and she's had other successful business ventures. So seeing her transition into, you know, being a, a college faculty member. That's amazing. And a professor, I think is dope. That I would take me, her class. I was about to say, that makes me want to like, see if I could sign up. Go give me a Jan Sport. I'll go give me a Jan Sport tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> I still love, that's one thing I used to love. When school I was supply younger. shopping. Yes, yes. Back to school yes, season. Yes. Having to go to the store. That's the only fun supplies. part of school. They had the, all right, that. <laughs> okay. And the hallway by the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? And the fact that everybody knows. Badass kid. <laughs> okay, so that was one tweet. The second tweet I want to give a shout out to comes from Schoolboy Q. Um, someone tweeted Schoolboy Q and they said, hey, I'm a 17-year-old up-and-coming photographer from Dallas. What's up with letting me shoot your Dallas show, right? Mm-hmm. He accompanied the tweet with these photographs. Um... Him holding a gun down, him smoking. <laughs> Smoking again, more smoking. So Schoolboy Q quoted the tweet and said, you going to make me cancel it. Fuck you talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the fuck right. Yo, Schoolboy Q what? funny as fuck. Like, what you mean? Why the hell would I even, uh, like, connect myself? Okay. <laughs> Last tweet I want to highlight came from Brianna Shani, and this had me dying earlier today. It's a last minute edition. Her Twitter handle is E E N A H S A N A I R B. She tweeted a thread of two videos of her and her male companion, who they were clearly friends, um, in the backseat of an Uber. She said they asked her Uber driver to play music. He ended up playing his own music and asking them to be honest about oh, it. No. And she accompanied it with video footage of them. And they were high. So she she couldn't stop laughing. Oh, she was God. like, there were some good uh, elements. I think <laughs> overall, and she kept laughing. She's like, I'm sorry because I'm high. I just, it was hilarious. It's on my timeline. Check my timeline. Didn't that Has happen that ever... to us? <laughs> Do you remember that driver that he was so busy playing as his sister's yes. rap Oh yes. my God. Yes. He missed our Stop. Yes, yes. And took us all the way to some random neighborhood in Washington Heights before we were like, where are you going? We had got off work coming from this motherfucker and we Tired. got in that car. Yeah, he wanted to do, go back and forth with me about female rappers, remember? Mm-hmm. Then talking about his sister rapping shit and playing something. He's like... He's like, my, yeah, they cool, they high. But you know, my sister and said all that and then played and was like, uh-uh, why did you do and this And then stuff? proceeded to stop his GPS so that he can swipe over to the YouTube app yeah. while driving and pulling up his sister's rap videos. We were like, bro. <laughs> you know, that happened to me once in Chicago, but I told them to turn it off. I was like, can you turn it off, please? His own music. Yep. Oh my! He was God. like, "Yeah, I want you to hear this song. I want you to hear this song." And it was not you hitting. Brave. It was not hitting. I was like, "Would you mind turning it off, please?" It's just not for me. I'm not. No. Well, you're a man. You can get away with that. Yeah. Then but the still- camera cuts to Asante standing on the street. You hear the tires screeching. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, look, me trying to order a new one. Like, oh shit! I put my heart and soul into that. I did not... He knew I was drunk when I got in there. I was about to throw it and throw up in his car. I you know what else he knew? I'm gonna throw up. You know what else he knew? That shit sucked. <laughs> he did. Okay? He did. No. And that's it why I handed really him you no know, smoke when you was like, turn this it shit off. It was really he bad. Died. But hey. no, it was really bad. And I've listened to a lot of different things. Let's like, do a listening session. Y'all have heard some of the stuff that I've listened to and been like, that is not hidden. <laughs> I was. I've tolerated some things that I could not. 
I could not. I love it when people tell me. Shout out to Bryshear Bird um, on Instagram. B r y s h e r e underscore b y r d. Dude from Empire. No. Oh. That's Bryshear. Uh, I can't remember his last name. But shout out to Hakeem. Oh, right. But no, Bryshear Bird is a really dope artist um, who I met actually at Foot Locker one day randomly. Oh, nice. But he makes music and it's dope. And mm. you can find him on Instagram. Really dope dude. Bryshear Bird. Yeah. Anyway, that was a random note it was a note nonetheless right. Fran it's on you so y'all ready for this week's episode <laughs> finally damn Let I know we've been talking for like an hour we all need someone to talk to a person who can support us through rough patches or even the everyday ups and downs of life that's exactly where Talkspace comes in Talkspace is therapy for how we live today mobile affordable and available when you need it simply provide your preferences for therapy and Talkspace will match with one of their 5,000 plus therapists the very same day then you can send your therapist unlimited text audio video and picture messages from anywhere at any time and one month of therapy on the Talkspace platform costs about the same as one month excuse me as a single face-to-face session damn I need to call and ask them why I can't talk in this space. No matter what you're going through, you're not alone. Join more than one million who feel happier with Talkspace. I'm telling you now, I have been to the edge and back. And Talkspace is what helped me get to the back part. I needed some help. You know we are very busy and I don't like telling my business to nobody. Y'all know that I'm very private, like parts. And so... <laughs> I use Talkspace. It helped me get a lot off my mind. I didn't want to burden my brother and sister with everything like I do normally. They've carried enough of my load. So I decided to use Talkspace to lighten it. And it really worked. So Talkspace has more than 5K licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing the challenges we all face. To match your ass with your perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com and use the code Z-O-N-E to get $65 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Z-O-N-E and Talkspace.com. So, do you guys listen to True Crime Podcasts at all? <laughs> Is that yes. your judge? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I watch a lot of the shows. Do you? Like what? Like forensic files. Like stuff like, like them reenacting the shows. Yes, Go anything. old school, unsolved mysteries. Why do we like that kind of stuff? Because it's so dark sometimes. Because you know, it scares you a little bit, make you pee. <laughs> I love it for real. And <laughs> then it's always me. on in hotels, so it's like reliable I know programming. Why. I don't know, but it's reliable programming, and it's actually kind of scary to think about. Like, why would I watch this in a hotel? In a like hotel. In, a, in a different city, like a place I'm not supposed to be. Anyway. You can because it's not a lot of space. A hotel room, you feel in control. You feel cozy, kind of. Even like a big suite, you still like is that room in this? Like room, you know, it's you know like a million saying? people in the hotel. Like no killer gonna come up in this. But hotel a room. house where a motherfucker could be downstairs. Oh, no, no, upstairs, no, 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 no. Airbnb. Y'all remember when we was in that Airbnb? Which one? Uh, Don't say. I knew. I knew which one you was talking about. I knew exactly the one you was talking about. And then I was being sketchy that night, and I went out that back door downstairs, and I heard a noise. I was like, "And my room was right by that door." But what else was I gonna do? Tell y'all like, "Well, y'all take it." I'm like, "Fuck it," because I'm I'm gonna try my best to get them down here, (laughs) and then they could just come join in anyway. So I'm so scared of them houses. Hotels only, please. Hotels. So I thought today I was reading an article on the Daily Mail. It actually went viral last week on Twitter. I clicked it because of the headline. I won't tell you what the headline was because it'll literally give away the whole plot. But I clicked it because I was in disbelief. I was like, what kind of story is this? 
read the story and I was like, we have to do a true crime podcast episode. Okay. And so I'm going to read you the details of this story. I did not tell the guys what it's about because I need their real-time reactions. Sorry, in my mind, I'm trying to figure out like which music to play to whatever you're about to do. But right, continue. find me the scariest shit. Be- oh, and it's October. Right. It's fall. Oh, this is so Oh, my good. God. Spooky season. Spooky season. And the reason I didn't tell the guys was because nothing is going to be funnier than <laughs> their reactions. You already laughing for it. <laughs> Because I already can see your face as I get into the details of this story. Oh, so are you ready to begin? And she's sitting Indian style. You see me, I had to get in the like spooky season mood. So, like I said, I read this on the Daily Mail. <laughs> I got my journal here. On tonight's episode of the Friend Zone, on tonight's episode of True Crime Friend Zone. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I just, you know, I'm just, I'm preparing myself, you know. Look, once he's done doing it. the shaky look, voice. No, go ahead. American Horror Story. You already know I don't fuck around. Ooh, you lucky I didn't bring no decorations and stuff. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So the story they published last week was about a married Christian couple. Why do you look like that, Dustin? Because I'm already, I'm, oh, I'm anticipating. <laughs> like we in a damn spooky fun house. Like, ah! So good. Okay. A married Christian couple. A married Christian couple by the name of Christine and Michael Barnett. They sound crazy. Already, right? Out of Lafayette, Indiana. A crazy place. (laughs) So this couple had already been. (laughs) You know the shit go down in cornfields. Isn't that where Drew lives? No, he's from um, Fort Wayne. Oh, okay. Shout out to Fort Wayne. Shout out to Fort Wayne. Wait, is that where uh, Jade got robbed? Shout out to Fort Wayne. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. How scary. Okay. So this couple was already in the news back in 2012 because they had, they have three sons, right? And they had a son who was diagnosed with autism at the age of two. His name was Jake. But nonetheless, he had his first academic paper published at the age of 12. And at 15, was studying at a prestigious physics institute. That's why you can't count them autistic kids out. Ever. Ever. And he, his IQ level was classified at genius. Work. Okay. Mind you, an academic paper published at 12. That's insane. So they were already on 60 Minutes. I used to love that show. Me too. On CBS. Right. So we were so young watching like some serious ass stories. But I used to even watch CBS Sunday morning. You too? You also. So, like I said, his story was featured in a 2012 episode of CBS 60 Minutes. So, the Barnetts were already all over the papers in their town of Lafayette. Like, people respected them outside of how well-raised and brilliant their three sons were. Well, the one son. <laughs> we don't know about the other exactly two. <laughs> them, them, old, them C minus getting motherfuckers right, and other we kids. Other we just two. know the one son oh, had, was, had we a gift. Acknowledge Jake right now, but they were well respected in the community, okay. you know. Okay. And they also were experienced foster parents who ran a children's daycare from their home. And of course, all the parents seeing that their kids were so brilliant, they wanted their kids to be around them in the daycare. First so, mistake. So it was. <laughs> prestigious it was doing extremely well um the mom had mentioned in the special that she wanted to make the family bigger but was having some fertility problems oh. 
So she was open to adoption, which is where the foster label comes in. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so she gets contacted almost immediately by this agency in Florida. Oh, the number God. one source <laughs> of crazy going. shit. <laughs> I love y'all so much. <laughs> so the agency tells them, okay, this is an emergency adoption, meaning that they only had 24 hours to decide. That don't even exist. Apparently it does. <laughs> what is this? So they tell them. You know how long people be waiting to find out if they got some goddamn kids. Sometimes like why like why was it an emergency is what I wonder. How you even gonna know if I'm good enough to handle this motherfucker in twenty four hours? What kind of background check you doing? This is already bullshit (laughs) and they're already at fault. So they were like, Oh my God, what are the odds? You know? None. We put this intention out and the agency comes and says, You have twenty four hours, the kid is yours. It's a little six year old girl, her name is Natalia Grace. Parents pick up, take the three kids. They all fly down to Florida. No questions asked. They meet the little girl. She's a sweet little girl, really shy, really nervous to herself from the Ukraine. Apparently, she had been here in the States for two years with uh, prior foster parents. But because she has a bone growth problem, as well as problems with her vision, you know, some um, physical ailments that were the parents the foster parents that had her before found a little bit difficult to, mm, to deal with yeah and they couldn't really bone deal with it growth a bone growth disorder so was she taller or smaller than she no, was no she to was be? Like she was shorter stuff? than mm. she was supposed to be she was small so they you know she had problems walking and the parents just couldn't handle it okay. <laughs> i guess it's just not what they i feel so sorry for her signed yeah. up for yeah so maybe that's why i was an emergency and they gave up on her and Damn. took her back to the agency like this isn't what we wanted. Well, what was the return <laughs> policy? <laughs> so I just want to know: Was it? Did you have to have your receipt? Did you? Like when you taking a child? Back? Did they look her over and see, like you know, was Dustin she you? Was she, you know, like the condition? <laughs> right. Then you got to check into it. If but I can't even send why. a phone back, this I know. <laughs> God forgive us. This is why it was an emergency adoption because she had literally just been abandoned. At the agency, and they were like, "That's bullshit." And the agency wasn't And the for agency nothing. was like, "If you want her, you got her. That she's is, here. She's not a used car, right? That's bullshit." And I would have ran like hell away from them and from the that agency. Email. Yes, I that's mean, total bullshit. But you know, they were feeling emotional because this is something they really, really wanted. Then they should have really, really researched it. <laughs> but that's the that's, thing. She said because it was such a short time frame that they had to decide whether this was going to go through or not. She didn't want to press the issue. And considering, you know, how fragile the little girl situation was, she literally was like given back. A six-year-old at that was already extremely nervous and having all these conditions and disorders. She just felt a lot of compassion for the little girl situation and was not trying to like ruffle any more feathers. She honestly was like, listen, you've been through a lot. We're taking you home with us. No questions asked. Everything worked out. Did the paperwork. Um, because they were already in Florida, they were like, you know what, let's shower her with like a ton of love and affection so she can, you know, feel safe, understand that now she's in her new home. They uh, wanted her to kind of come out of her shell a little bit. They knew it was going to take time because obviously the little girl had gone through trauma, not just from the previous foster parents, but Lord only knows what her situation was before that, you right. know, to even be in the and system. And talking about in the Ukraine. In the Ukraine, exactly. Girl. So, right. So they take her to Disneyland 
And mind you, remember, she had the bone density disorder or the bone growth disorder, excuse me. So which made her have like a shorter stature. So she So they take her really somewhere walk. where you have to be able to be tall enough for shit. <laughs> kind of fucked up people. Well, here's these. the thing. They just felt like her being around a lot of kids and just the energy of like, what is it? The happiest place on earth. No, it is that for real. Right. They were <laughs> already there. I'm sure the park, I've actually never been. But I'm I mean, sure it's accessible. That would been. be really cute. But I'm sure it's accessible to people in in wheelchairs, right? Absolutely. Of course. Yes. It has to be, right? It's not just for able-bodied children. So I'm sure they had it all down pat and we're like, we're going to have an amazing time since we're down here. Let's take advantage. This shit sounds like a movie. It is a movie. So, and it gets wild. So <laughs> here's the thing. Remember I mentioned her disorder. She couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. They kind of were shocked at that because they knew she had problems with her bones, but they didn't know she couldn't walk. So they were like a little, when they went to pick her up, went from the thing, she couldn't really walk. So they were, (laughs) they were really worried because they were like, oh man, we kind of hadn't anticipated that it would be to this level. So they were like, whatever, it's fine. This is so sketchy. (laughs) I'm, I'm, when the hell did adoption become casual? Something where you just, oh, well. Ah. I mean, the story, I don't know. I'm sure the police did their research. This is a hell of a story already. Like, between already. the child and then them adopting the child. And we're not even at the, like, core right. of it. So here's the thing. They take her to the beach. The three little boys go running. They figure, like, they could leave her on the sand. Not leave her. And Asante <laughs> starts laughing because... <laughs> Asante just started laughing because she couldn't walk. And you said That's the three little boys why. just go running. That's, That's exactly why. why he started laughing. Look at why. him. He's cracking up right now. We need Can you imagine seeing her in that sand? Can you imagine show. seeing her in that sand laughing. while them kids is taking off, kicking up the sand behind their damn heels? No, laughing. stop. This is, this, laughing. Is, this is mistreatment. That's not why. Please continue. They got her looking in the rearview mirror at the damn beach. But the three sons run off, and then she looks at the parents with the face like, I want to go in the water. Like, what I'm going to do. Yeah, like, can you guys take me to the water? And the parents tell her, okay, they were exhausted at this point. You know, they had been carrying her around because obviously they didn't have like all the proper, um, like the chair for her mm-hmm. or even like a walker or, or whatever a, she like would need. All the things that would have been taken care of through a proper adoption. Exactly. But go ahead. If they had been more informed and had more this time. This sounds like some human trafficking shit to it me. It sounds wild. So here's the thing. This is where things start taking a little bit of a turn. This is where? <laughs> this is where. So they tell her to hold on. So they're like putting everything down and she's patiently waiting. And then she looks over and all of a sudden the little girl gets up and runs to the water. That's why I started laughing because I thought to myself, this bitch going to run to the water. (laughs) And that's why I busted out laughing. And I knew it. And I'm so mad that I knew that. I am so mad. (laughs) I knew it. I knew it. I really wish I could see that face. The act. I knew it. I knew it. New York knew it. So you mean to tell I, I don't care what you say You was laughing Because she was standing still I knew that bitch Was going to run to the water I just was like Them niggas running But not without me And I busted out laughing You think like, I'm finna be A sandcastle <laughs> I can't even get it out Because you heard me So like, friend like She ran to the water She ran to the water Ooh. And joined her brothers And the parents Ooh. Looked at each other Like Wait a Ooh. minute Well maybe she had been earthing <laughs> 
Maybe she had dug them a little hard Ukrainian feet in that sand. <laughs> How could she have done that in a wheelchair? <laughs> Same way she ran to the water. <laughs> well, I mean, Wait, so listen. So the parents were like, what the fuck just happened? I bet they was. We've been carrying this bitch all day. <laughs> and she didn't, turn in a, she didn't turn into Flojo <laughs> once we get to the beach. But... Because they also were trauma-informed since they had been foster parents before and worked in daycare. They, you know, they're trying to give her the benefit of the doubt. They're like, maybe she just hadn't warmed up to us. Maybe it's (laughs) trauma-based. Y'all are the worst people to tell this story These is the dumbest motherfuckers I have ever heard of in my life, including the kid. Go ahead. They're like, maybe it's trauma. Maybe because she had been mistreated, she like retreats and it takes Why her a while. Hands like that? <laughs> Brandon here making T-Rex no! arms. No! No! Maybe she no. <laughs> Go ahead, Fran. I need that Oh my God. So <laughs> So they're really trying to make all the excuses in the world for her because they refuse to believe <laughs> I don't want to get sick, that this right? child just calmed them, you know? So they let it go. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> they let it go. See, this is the shit I'm talking about. You didn't tell me this motherfucker can't mean? walk. Wait. She literally crab walks to the beach. And then you talking about some, we just going to let it go. What you mean they let it go? They, they have no go. choice because it had took off. No. They have no choice but to let they it go. They didn't want to so press the so issue she further. got back in the chair and it was business. Yes. <laughs> so they still had to carry her and ass. They took her back home. No questions she asked. Ain't you know to the why? Car. Because it's unconditional love. And I would have dropped her back off. And they wanted to let agency. her know listen, whatever you're going through, it's fine. We love you and we're here for you. And so they wanted to create and cultivate an environment of however she needs to experience this. And, and we're here. I think it's awesome. I get it. Man, so, fuck that. Go ahead. <laughs> so they get home. Time has passed. She's like still really shy, but slowly coming out of her show. <laughs> so here's the, where it's another flag. So the mom is finding random articles of clothing that have been like hidden away, like whether in garbages or at the back of the drawer. Just like obviously someone's trying to like hide stuff. And all the clothes has blood. Oh, so she's like, what is going on? And then realizes that the six-year-old has her period. Oh, my God. Goodbye. I'm about to walk out of here, friend. If you go wherever you... If you... Friend, so how, old right now, how old is the bitch? How old is the bitch? I'm going to tell you. I, obviously, right obvi- first of all, she's from the Ukraine. Okay? It's already a scam. How old is this motherfucker? This is the worst episode. How old is she? If she's shoving t-shirts in her goddamn crotch. No. How old is she? So the mom asks her, what is this? And the little girl's like, I don't know. Like, she was, like, kind of puzzled. Like, I don't know what you're asking me. That's not mine. And the mom's like, but this is your stuff. She's like, but that's not mine. Like, I don't know why it's bloody. I don't know why it's hidden. The six-year-old, she's looking at her, like, completely confused. So then the mom also realized that when she had when she had been taking the little girl shower that she had full grown pubic hair. Okay, wait, so how old did they think this child was? Because I already know she's six. I swear to God in heaven. I'm about to leave. Emergency adoption. (laughs) I'm about to leave. But they let it go. You know why? Because she was like, she's been through a lot. You see, I'm moving because I'm about to leave. She has all these. 
<laughs> going through things there. doesn't make your fucking pubic but hair she grow. Has disor- she has disorders. That's she not, was a, like, that's not a disorder. That's maturity. But she took her to the Mature. doctor because she was like, you know what? We're going to get medical advice. And the doctor told him how old this bitch was. So the doctors, which apparently they do a bone density exam, which by the growth of your bones, they can kind of estimate how old you are. And the doctor said... I'm about to walk out. She's 22. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Y'all, they both walked out of the studio. Here's the thing. You have got to be kidding. 22 years old, Francesca. 22 years old. And just happens to suffer from dwarfism. And because of the bone density disorder, she, ha- like I mentioned, has a shorter stature. It's very small. Still has a baby face. And so she was able to pull off this long con of being a six-year-old. When in reality, she's a 22-year-old sociopath. She couldn't even say 12. 22. She couldn't even say 14. Six. That means she just ain't want to do nothing. <laughs> she was like, fuck it all. Oh, I'm checking okay, out. So-, so here's the thing. The parents. No. No, no listen. No. They were I like, we're you- not going to abandon you. I- so these are white people. That was what I was asking <laughs> in the beginning. Okay. <laughs> they didn't abandon How her. How old were the, the parents? Because they were like, she still has disorders that make her life difficult to get around. She still needs support. She needs financial help, physical help, love. Obviously, if she's doing this, is a deeper problem. And they wanted to be there for her. So they tell her it's fine. We are not going to give up on you. We're still going to take care of you. She goes back to the house and she stays. But they notice over time, now that they know she's 22, her mental health starts deteriorating because it's like the jig is up. And this is probably the first time she's had to deal with like, the reality of people knowing and seeing right through this long con. Even though they were being supportive, she couldn't handle it. And so the mom found her pouring bleach into her coffee one morning. Into the mama's coffee? And she asked her, what are you doing? She goes, trying to poison you. And the mom's like, okay. But for some reason, she still didn't kick her out. She was like, okay, she's suffering now from being exposed as she's acting out. Next thing you know, she's drawing, you know, pictures and images. And it's like drawing. A- they know the bitch 22 and they still got her drawing and coloring and shit. <laughs> and, and Asante she- looked her up. Let me see oh, her face. Let me oh, see her face, Asante. I say, why'd you find her? <laughs> there is no way. You lying bitch. <laughs> <laughs> in the picture this part. bitch no she don't look no six motherfucking years you know, old yes she does <laughs> Fran and, and you know what I googled Fran her name because the name alone when you said her name we said six year old Natalia Grace it stuck with me Natalia Grace stuck with me I don't know why because you thought it was that little girl from um from Ellen that used to be singing super bass <laughs> Sophie Grace yeah Sophie and Grace. she low key huh she looked like the little girl that be with her. She looked like one of the real housewives she, of New Jersey. Wait, so listen, the little girl starts acting out. Oh, well, the grown woman starts right. acting out. So 
The first thing was the bleach in the coffee. The next thing was images she starts drawing of killing them. Like the parents are like dead in puddles of blood. And the mom's like, okay. Third thing is they'd wake up in the middle of the night and the little girl just be standing in the room. Just staring. I'm out of here. I would have been. Never mind. I can't say what I would have did. So they were like, you know what? We can't do this anymore. It hit a boiling point because now they were concerned not only for their lives, but remember they have three sons. So they didn't want to put their lives at jeopardy either. All of a sudden. Go ahead. (laughs) All of a sudden. Everyone has their boiling point. So they take her to court. To court? (laughs) (laughs) Wait. (laughs) To explain to a judge what had happened they bring they bring the doctor and everything to tell the judge this is not a six-year-old did they bring the adoption because here's the thing if they leave her somewhere abandon her they can go to jail for neglect and child but it's not a child okay but legally it is a child it ain't your child legally no it is because that's how she's filed in the system so even if you found out she's 22 on paper she's still six so they had to take it and do it and take the legal route and and have a court ordered file where it's like, this is a 22 year old and kind of explain what happened in the case so that they can be absolved from it. Oh, now they want legal help. So they go get the legal help. Luckily, the doctor convinces the judges and they get her age legally changed. Luckily, you know, it wasn't complicated, but they still love her. So they're like, we're not going to abandon you. They get her a crib. <clears throat> pay her rent for up to a year, a, a home attendant to make sure that her so needs... So she can kill them too. <laughs> <laughs> that is scary though that you would put a home attendant in that situation, but you know, they're looking out they for her. They ain't told her nothing. They ain't tell the home of attendant shit. didn't. Or the people from the house, I'm sure. So they... <laughs> Sansa, you still looking at I am pictures? looking at these and, and she's cheesing hard in these photos. <laughs> And I am dead. Like, she's 23 in these photos. And I'm like, she just, she's like looking like a scammer. Like, yep, still getting away with scamming. <laughs> so they have her with a home attendant and everything's good for a while. Keeping in touch. Oh, God. Um, but then the landlord calls him and is like, y'all got to get her out of here. <laughs> she's threatening neighbors. <laughs> she was setting it off over that motherfucker. animals. Like, things were just bad. And so they fly back and they, they go to you know be like what's going on she hates it there they find her another apartment same thing but when they come over one day they notice like a little pink kids bike outside and all like all little kids clothes and they're like why are you still trying to pull this kid thing so what happened is the people in the building were like there's a six-year-old lives by themselves and they called the cops and the cops came and we're like, you are being charged for child endangerment and neglect. And they were sent to jail. Who? The original family. Wow. And right now they are, they bailed out, but they are due to be back in court. Actually, it was just the 24th. So it was last week. Because now they are being charged with abandonment and child endangerment. Wow. That don't even make no sense. But Because the police... When they're looking at Natalia Grace, they're like, that is not a 22-year-old. That's not their fault. So they, fi- they 
misunderstood and obviously not knowing all the details of everything that had gone down. They're looking at the parents like y'all are being the cons. Y'all are trying to get out of this adoption deal and created this story. And so now the trouble is who's telling the truth. <laughs> Between them or the six year old. Between them or the six year old. I just realized that the couple they're not together no more. But it was fucked. I laughed. They divorced because of the stress. I laughed because it was fucked up that they had moved to Canada before this shit <laughs> happened to them. That they got charged with that. So like when they left her ass, they was like abandoned. <laughs> it was like we going to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Right, because you know border control ain't having it. <laughs> like, uh-uh, bitch. God. Passport, because let her try to come through with a mobile passport. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Holding up a little Fisher-Price phone. Like. But then, wouldn't that be crazy if they end up getting charged? <laughs> nope, that's what the fuck they get for doing something stupid <laughs> in the first place. Ever since, when you first started telling and us this goddamn story. I'm suing ass. And Natalia Grace has disappeared. She with a family. She, she they don't know where she is. She with a family somewhere. She I, she got her another oh, mark. She but it's out. gonna make the case harder because now it's like not only are you being charged, but the child is gone. The child is gone, and it's your fault. It's, it sure the fuck is because first of all, what in the, in the hell? I hate to go back to the, but there's always a beginning point <laughs> yes. to everything. What the fuck is an emergency adoption? Yes, I mean it has for to a be child a thing. you don't know. It has to be a thing. Oh, okay. It has to. Yep. And here's what happens when things like this take place. <laughs> and they did say now in hindsight, because hindsight's twenty twenty, that the parents that had <laughs> taken her back to the adoption agency, obviously, you know. Now we know why. They probably picked up on Good all of this. Good luck finding them, too. They're probably like, we don't want shit to do with this bitch. Like, nope. Ain't that the wildest shit you've ever heard? And the fact that that little girl is gone. She a gangster. She wish she'd pop up on Little Women Atlanta or some shit like that. Oh she probably in New York somewhere. Yeah. Hanging out, having a drink somewhere. An IG These motherfuckers, they were from the Tipper Canoe County. Tipper Canoe. Ain't that the wildest shit you've heard in All a long that. time? Can you imagine adopting a six-year-old and finding out it's a 22-year-old sociopath? Nope. <laughs> sure the fuck can't. That old Montana-ass story you just told us. <laughs> mountain, mountain back-ass story you just told us. Hell no. Nah. Because Woo, as I'm getting to the near... <laughs> it's crazy because you started off so strong, you know, talking about the child with autism yes, and being a genius. because I had to set the reputation <laughs> of the parents. So for them to have these smart children and be esteemed, and do such a crazy thing. Like, you get this child, this child has all these issues. You take this child to Disney World. I mean, uh, like... And how unconditional they were. They like, were just so despite, many things. unconditional, all right. This is by all the red flags so now they, they have continue to, to support. So because they want to be so damn unconditional, now they got to deal with the repercussions. They wasn't unconditional. They was dumb conditional. <laughs> That's mean, what they was. Them sadly is the two that. of the dumbest damn people. No wonder it ain't nothing work out. Sadly the marriage, that. the adoption, none of it. You're a moron. And the fact that you took such a casual approach to adopting a child, this is exactly what you deserve. This is why all those processes and procedures are in place. And it's a damn shame because there's so many people out here that would kill to adopt a child and be a great family for a child. Right. But you got these wild uh, anti-vax ass white people like this right here. <laughs> who caused problems for everybody by doing stupid ass shit like this. And now look at you, dumb and in jail. But also the agency has to be... The agency. Right, I'm suing everybody. The agency? Too. You yeah. think it's an agency? 
Okay. You don't think it's an agency? Y'all think that's an agency? That was a, that was a rented office space or something. You ever heard of Spam Risk? <laughs> Y'all think that's an agency? You look, think it's a front? Look, Francesca? I, I wonder <laughs> who, Let me tell you something. I wonder who cashed that, that cashier's <laughs> check. Like, they probably asked for cash or something for their child. So I'm like, oh, it's an emergency operation. Oh, and you know, we need any cash so it can be fast. Like, they probably fell for all the stuff. Like, oh, we understand. Don't we get a deal that way too? This, yeah, my right. dear, is called scamming. Yeah. That's what this is. This is scamming and human trafficking. Oh, that's man. really what it is. She's somewhere smoking a cigarette with her little legs hanging off a bar stool. Um, the re- the family is in jail where they belong. Who knows where the sons? Who taking care of the sons? Brand is who taking care of the sons? I've never seen you. Who taking care of the sons? That's what I want to know, Brand. Can't you see her little legs swinging on that bar stool? That's a grown ass woman. And you know, another thing, now, I didn't see pictures of this motherfucker. I'm going to tell you something. I would have been scared anyway because yeah, while she is small in size, she's she's little and mighty. She's small in size, but her eyes, I always tell y'all it's in the eyes. She got the eyes of a 22 year old woman. And that's why she looked crazy, like weird and, and scary like that. And they said they should have known because her vocabulary. Was oh, God. <laughs> Oh, that's what it was. Like when she, like she's six year old talking about, I want to run across, like using <laughs> these ten dollar words. And Is she's like, her what vocabulary the hell she was doing? pretty extensive for a six year old, and you she think? didn't want to hang out with the other kids in the house. She oh, only Lord. wanted to be with the adults all the time. But there are kids that are like that, so I can't even fault that. But then here was another red flag Can that I forgot to mention. They had some Ukrainian <laughs> friends, and so they like brought the what? little girl around them, and we're kind of like. Oh, this is perfect. Maybe you can make her feel like home. <laughs> so dumb. This is the dumbest people I've ever seen in my friends. life. And the little girl didn't know how to speak any of it. Oh, so they don't Lord. even think she's from Ukraine. Oh gosh, she's not even Ukrainian. Lord. Oh, she got him. Cause she could be any kind of white. <laughs> she could be any kind of white. Ain't that some shit? And the Ukrainian friends were like, Hmm, if you do the math, <laughs> she left the Ukraine at four and four-year-olds can speak to you. Right. Especially in a, in the language of that's where she's right. from, you know? And the little girl didn't even know how to say hi, especially considering she had such an extensive vocabulary right. in English. They were surprised that she didn't know any Ukrainian. The children at least sometimes hold on to that accent, you know Some four-year-olds can speak. This four-year-old could vote and gamble. <laughs> You know, okay. <laughs> she said, I'm going to Cancun this year. Okay. <laughs> For real. I really want to know where she is. <laughs> the casino. Where's Natalia Grace? <laughs> the club. Where she got to be old enough to get in? That should be See the new R-rated movie somewhere. <laughs> That's the title of today's episode. Where's Natalia where is Grace? Natalia Grace? She probably just got back from Fashion Week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She was in Paris Fashion Week with looks. Coming down the runway. Hell yeah. Had she been to a, what do they call it, a millinery? What they call the people that make hats? <laughs> Or, or no, over there in the UK, the fascinators and shit. She probably been somewhere dripping. Oh my god! My word. What do you Look think at her, her. What do you think her next mark's gonna be? Do you think she's gonna stay stateside or she's gonna go international? You know, I mean, Jesus. Ooh. She's somewhere with a stick, pushing them pedals, hitting it, baby. You hear me? But the sad thing is, their <laughs> reputation has been destroyed because nobody believes that she was twenty-two. Well, friend, <laughs> the blood the test thing. was the only proof. The bone test. Oh, yeah. And then people were saying, but how can you use that as a test that's valid when she already has a bone growth disorder? Then you take the motherfucker. <laughs> let's let her come over there and kill chickens in your bathroom closet. <laughs> let's, let, let's let her. You take the motherfucker, okay? You you find 
uh, bloody t-shirts and shit shoved all in your goddamn linen closet. Oh you God. take her ass then. <laughs> since y'all know so much. I didn't think you was going to say she's that old. I was like, I would have been cussing her motherfucking ass out. Once, once all the cards had been laid out, I'd be like, all right, bitch, so this is what the fuck we finna do. <laughs> your ass finna start cleaning up. Oh you can work from home. I'm sure you can find something online to do since you're so goddamn crafty and clever and slick. <laughs> Okay. I can't breathe. All she want to do is kill people. We just started scamming <laughs> together. I'd be like, mean, all right, bitch. Casually, casually putting Windex and shit in coffee. Tell me, I'm trying to poison you. <laughs> like, imagine, about, what, what, so what, what are you doing over here? It's like, I'm trying to poison you. <laughs> Duh, but I don't know like, why that was so funny. I'd have said my ass she cheek right lie. on her shoulder. <laughs> I'd have been like, you doing what? I'd have put my ass cheek right on her shoulder. <laughs> Yo, I can't. I don't want to say what I would have done. <laughs> right. I I'd have whooped her little ass. Look, especially since she's still you being treated. Hell yeah, with the belt. It's, especially since you want to be a kid, I'm going to treat your ass. I was about like, to say, what? especially since they're trying us and she's a child, I don't want to say nothing. My mama about used this to be like, woman. keep on, I'm going to make them little pants hot. That's exactly what I would have told her. Keep on, I'm going to make them little pants hot. And you know, once they had let her ass go on to be. <laughs> Why is it saying little pants? You know, you know, once they had let her go on to be 22, she had went and got some little pink leg and she yeah, she probably had she probably had little stretch pants with pink across the ass and shit, little fleece pullovers and shit. She probably had one of them little crossbody bags and shit, little a little Fendi fanny pack on her little bitty ass, all that. Cause you know she got a check. That's a bitch. Let me tell you something. She can scam her entire life. You know she, the check was in the mail, so you know the money wasn't no problem. You know she got a check. You're making me snort. She probably paid for the damn. Di- I think it's always been a scam. <laughs> Low key, look. she probably swiped she pay- that Disney trip look. while you playing shit. Okay, <laughs> I was about to say she paid for the office space, but all right now, <laughs> not the office. Oh, she paid him access the for the yeah, agency. She paid we work. <laughs> <laughs> she was, she, she was, she one. reached, she put that card up over her head at the scanner, and then we work. She walked one. right underneath that thing. Like <laughs> little do they know, she's the one that little called. do they know. <laughs> And let me be clear before y'all even fucking start with Ooh. me. This is not by no means no um, shaming you of people. You have to clear with, all yeah, of that. This is by no means shaming of, of little people or anything <sighs> like that at all. We talking about this bitch specifically who scammed these people off the off the goodness and dumbness of their emotions. Okay, I mean, that's what we talking about. <sighs> but this is funny <laughs> shit because this is a little bad bitch right here. <laughs> Now that's a bad, bad bitch. A bad little boo. What Woo. pulled it off? You hear me? Man, oh man. She said, we going to the children's department, okay? <laughs> oh my hey, God. God damn it, okay? Can I see the kids' meal? Okay, oh can I get God. the kids' menu? Oh and let God. me tell you something else. Now that I think about it, she's been getting by Scott Free. Cheap, free, eating free, kids under, free for kids under. She's been applying she's the whole damn time. When I was reading the article, and the the first turn of events was her running into the water. I like screamed. Can't you see I her getting was... up out that chair, hitting it into the I, I could see it when she said the little boys was running. Cause I, you know, if you was in a wheelchair, the first thing you're gonna think is like, damn, that should be like it should be me out there. Yeah, like take me out there and with I my just, brothers. I just knew you was gonna say that shit. I was Man. like, And them brothers ain't shit either, cause they well, you know what I ain't gonna say that. Kids are smart. She probably and cursed so they, them, them and everything. Them brothers she got probably in that water. knew, like, look, mom and them. Honestly, that's y'all <laughs> that kid. Like, no that kid. ain't none of our sister. That's y'all kid. 
That's she probably what that could. Is. I feel like because she's a look, because once we established she could walk, I thought about her like in the Discovery Zone or where Chucky, she's wherever, cursing little kids. I'm like, give me this goddamn sucker, <laughs> motherfucker. Your mama gonna give you another one. Like her just being. It mean probably was just like kids. the movies. You know how they her make the movies where the kids like talk like adults, the babies like look who's talking and right. shit. It was probably just like yep. that, except real life. She probably yep. was cussing them kids playing out. in the ball pit. I was. I looked to see if the movie Orphan was based on her story. You've seen Orphan? Yeah, I was just about to say it, but it wasn't because this that I think the Orphan movie came out the year it was before. A Didn't the Olsen but... twins both play her too, just like they did Michelle <laughs> in Full House? Wasn't it them in Orphan too? And that is it. I thought that I didn't. I don't know. This week's true crime. Maybe. That was really fun. Yeah, wow. it was. We have to do more true crime wow. episodes. Of course, the motherfuckers are not together no more. I mean, that was probably a very traumatizing experience. Okay, imagine looking at someone every day and being like, yo, ass really did this 24-hour adoption. We shit. adopted a 22-year-old. <laughs> what our dumb ass. A sociopath. That is really scary. I wonder who blames who. Maybe that wasn't the ultimate reason, because there was, I mean. It's it. the wife fault. Fuck it, I'm going to say it. It's <laughs> oh the wife God. fault. And I'm going to tell you why, because didn't you say she was the one who caught her putting the bleach in the coffee? Yeah. Okay, then. Yeah, but I'm sure she told the husband. Right. And they mm. both were like, and you it's know what fine. that conversation should have been? You know I had to throw that bitch out. Guess what I caught her ass doing? <laughs> Putting bleach in my damn coffee. And so that's, that's why you don't see her no more. I mean, they should have taken her back to the agency if it was even still there. I'd have sent her ass out like it was Thursday. And but the garbage then you had go to, to go jail. It would have expedited them going to where they ended up. Exactly, because it's that's still legally a child. That's crazy. They tried to do it the right way by going to the court. Mm, the right way would have been right back after she ran Day late and a dollar what? <laughs> One, two, three. Short. Ha, 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 ha. I'm telling you, right after she ran on the beach, right after she ran. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, the minute she got up in that wheelchair, I would have looked at whomever my partner was and be like, we taking that bitch back in the morning. We going right back. If we can't go back right now, let me tell you I'm how cool up we would have been. You right taking then. her in the morning? Hell yeah, we would have. We would have made it seem like a whole little thing. Spent the night, but oh yeah, we flying out tomorrow, sons. We flying out tomorrow. And then in the morning, dropped her ass off at the agency and said, "We torched that our, paperwork and, and be we, on Delta Airlines. We baby. changed our mind. <laughs> we going bankrupt. We can't afford no child. Not torched the paperwork. All of it. Yes." Our signatures was forged. We signed under the rest. Whatever we have to say, we are giving this child back tomorrow. But you know what it reminds me of? And spoiler alert, if you have not watched the documentary titled Three Identical Strangers on Netflix, press pause now and fast forward or go watch it or whatever you need to do. Just letting y'all know so you don't yell at me. But there was a documentary. Have y'all watched it? I've seen it, but I haven't watched it. It always pops up when mm-hmm. you're on flights, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I saw it. It has like a yellow um, cover art that kind of like stands out. So I was on a flight. I was like, what's this about? This. Click it. I'm thinking it's like a heartwarming oh, God. story about. <laughs> <laughs> you so nice for I tried. And good. <laughs> I'm so damn cynical. Woo. Do you know? And are y'all cool if I spoil it for y'all? Yeah. It's not like a QTNA anyway. So... This kid was adopted at birth. Um, so he's with his family. He they gets, knew how old he was. Yes, yes. Okay. It's, no, it's no long con. <laughs> oh, God. But he gets to college and his roommate or like one of his friends in college tells him, oh, my God, I know someone that looks exactly like you. And he's like, OK, you know, you hear that sometimes. Right. I hear it all the time. And you just kind of don't put no mind to it. Like but chili. The, but the... <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> Chili be like, bitch, f- you don't look nothing like me, you <laughs> ugly bitch. Hey, you better not say it no oh more. <laughs> Baby hair, like, not. You don't look nothing like me, heifer. Chili wouldn't have let that six-year-old stay. Twelve hours. You think you, you want to know a household she wouldn't have made it in? Chili. Oh my God. Chili would be like, uh uh-uh, uh, bitch. Chili mean evil <laughs> ass. You know she would have punted that segment. girl. I just want to <laughs> Go ahead, friend. Go ahead, friend. So the friend is like, not letting this shit go, though. The friend is like tripping out. He's like, okay, this seems like serious to you. So he's like, let me meet this person. They meet, and Dustin, it's his twin. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm talking about identical twin. So they're bugging out. Bugging out, trying to find out more information. Long story short, they find out that they're actually triplets. Uh uh-uh. uh. What's the show on BBC? <laughs> Orphan one? Black. This sounds like Orphan Black. <laughs> they I don't were like triplets, that. but here's BBC. where. But no, but here's the <laughs> kicker. Because it's easy to think, well, maybe the mom had the triplets and just sent them all, you know, to different families because no family wanted to take all three. I mean, that'd be a lot of work. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, just give me one. it was way more sinister than this. The agency had partnered with a psychological experiment. <gasps> oh, God. It is Orphan Black. And they were like test groups. Mind you, they have done this to so many families, families that to this day don't even realize that they have twins and triplets out in the world because this, this got exposed because of this particular family was digging and were like, we need to know what the fuck happened. And it was an experiment where they wanted to do a test group to see if they separate these three kids and put them in different environments, will they still grow up to be the same? Or will, like, nature versus nurture study, basically. So they put one kid in, like, an impoverished neighborhood, put another kid with, like, a wealthy family, one with, like, a single mom, and just kind of watch them under the guise of being their social worker, but it was really checking in through the study every couple of years to see how they were developing. This, Fran, please watch. Is that or not there's the There's a special place thing. in hell. There is a special... That, that It doesn't get any more rotten Woo. than that kind of shit. But when, when they were interviewing life, the psychologist's assistant who's still alive, she was, like, so indifferent emotionally she like really didn't see you know she was like laughing throughout the interview and kind of being like yeah I mean it was an important study you know we wanted to figure out what is the most important part is it your biological makeup or is it the environment and this was the only way to really find that data really you dirty low down bitch funky bitch and to think that there are people right now that have these siblings and And don't know idea and all and feel you know that twin triplet shit is real. And that was the craziest part because a lot of the siblings were saying that they just always had this feeling. heavy feeling mm-hmm. of like being empty place, and like out right. of place and like something was missing yeah. to the point that one of them suffered from depression so badly that even when he did find his brothers, he couldn't shake it. Like mm-hmm. it had been too many years of him feeling that way. Yeah. And Sorry to break it to you, but one of them commits suicide. One of the triplets? One of them. Damn. Number three? Because I think it was, I don't know which number, but I know that they literally just couldn't let it go. Not only the thing of like, I'd never had you guys my whole life and then I find you, but then to find out what part of this sinister study as well. 
Damn, Fran, you fucked me up. You got to watch it. You have to watch Orphan Black. It's I've the, seen it. I didn't realize that this was that shit. Mm-hmm. Damn, that shit is fucked up. <sighs> Dog, I'm going to forego my wellness segment this week. <laughs> we <laughs> we need it this week. This week, <laughs> week we need it. <laughs> you done fucked us up. You ain't going to give us something to help Only us. Only because it's, the episode's almost at well, two you, hours. Well, we need help, right? We need some wellness, right? If it's any time. My wellness shit. segment is to go on Daily Mail and find Natalia Grace. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all go on Instagram and try to find it. Hashtag Natalia Grace. <laughs> and also, mom, I'm having a wellness segment this go week. Go ahead. Bring Ask in your the wind mama charms. if you got a brother or a sister. <laughs> Oh That's what y'all need to do. All y'all lost motherfuckers look, walking around this world. If you've been feeling lost, you ask your mama pool. if you got a brother and sister. Well, look, ask your daddy too and ask them separately, I guess. Man. In case somebody don't want to I really feel for all the people that have no idea. Yeah. yeah. But if you want to find out more information about that documentary, it is on Netflix and it's called Three Identical Strangers. And it is, I mean, obviously I ruined it for you already. But no, if you listen yeah. to this part, that means you wanted to because I did say it was a spoiler. Um, but still, it you have to watch it because I I'm just watching. gave a synopsis of it. But really, once you get into the details of how deep this study was and the shit that they did all those years. Then people gonna burn in hell. They didn't care though. They really didn't care. Yeah, they just That's like why they're going to cut back. the flame up. <laughs> when they get down, they're going to be like, oh, uh-uh, extra. To them, nothing is more important than science. Than research, yeah. Like, it's research and That's that contribution. is... Yeah, it's facts. It's a contribution to the world, knowing these things about biological makeups, and that's that. How they, they, they rationalize they felt nothing. it all. Bro, yeah. they felt nothing. When you watch it, you'll see they felt nothing. Sounds very Republican. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure... I'm sure we know what that bitch coat say wow. on the back. I don't really care. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's okay. Every knee shall bow. <laughs> That's okay. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, providing supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. The original Casper mattress combines multiple supportive memory foams for a quality sleep surface with the right amounts of both sink and bounce. The breathable design helps you sleep cool and regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Casper offers three other mattresses, the Wave, the Essential, and the Hybrid, all designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. Casper gets delivered right to your door in a small, how-do-they-do-that size box with free shipping and returns in the U.S. and Canada. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. You spend one-third of your life sleeping. Be comfortable with Casper. Now, one thing that I can say about myself is I love to sleep, and I have a Casper mattress, and I love to sleep on it, okay? And I'm talking about sleep on it, and I'll get back at you when I want to. That's the kind of sleep I get on my Casper mattress. So you can get $100 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com zone and using zone at checkout. That's casper.com slash zone. Code zone. Terms and conditions apply. Describe your style in one word. Simple, tacky, sophisticated, bummy, adventurous. However you dress, the stylists <laughs> at Stitch Fix can help you find your new favorite piece. Stitch Fix is an online personal styling service that delivers your favorite clothing, shoes, and accessories directly to you. First, you complete a style profile. 
Then an expert personal stylist will send you a hand-picked box of items based on your preferences. They have solutions for women, men, and kids all over the U.S. and now the UK, excuse me, the U.K. With no subscription required, you can pick between automatic shipments or only getting new pieces on demand. Shipping, exchanges, and returns are always free. Plus, the $20 styling fee is automatically applied towards anything you keep from your box. Now, I have been very uh, hesitant to use these online styling services. To me, styling is a very personal thing, style in general, and it's just something that only reads well when it reads is authentic. But what I can say about Stitch Fix is that they pay close attention to your preferences and the curated box that they sent me really had things in it that I actually would have picked myself. And I was very impressed. It was, it was literally right on the pulse of my personal style. And I appreciated that. It made me much more comfortable. So yeah. if you need you some help, you can get started today at stitchfix.com slash friend zone. You can get an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. That's stitchfix.com slash friend zone for an extra 25% off when you keep everything in your box. Stitchfix.com slash friend zone. So now let's move on to something a little lighter. Right. Asante, <laughs> Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? All Except right. for a six-year-old, 22-year-old. <laughs> you can keep that. <laughs> but what else you got for us? All right, all right. Well, let's actually play a game. It's a new game I want to call, What is Natalia Grace Listening to While She's On The Run? No, I was like, <laughs> so let's Dude, What pretend- was she listening to? <laughs> so let's pretend Natalia Grace is in the backseat of someone's car pretending to be a child right now, right? Her parents and bunny ears turn on the radio what song do you think she's listening to today act up <laughs> <laughs> she like the city girl <laughs> and then she grown as fuck as you know all the words Woo! sorry that was a great hot button like i'm still like reeling from that like me so, too i'm still mad so many uh, mad i am upset and there were just so many things but you know white can't, i hope i don't have a dream up. about this you know you are she's gonna be standing over you right. in the bed um, I'm gonna have sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get up a cape. <laughs> Yo, have you ever had that? Yes, That's terrifying. You really have? <laughs> terrifying. Yes, and it's the scariest shit in the world. One of my world. biggest fears. I've I never young, had it. it. Was terrifying. One of the most terrifying things in Who my entire life. Who knock on wood? So Make you sure like literally pressed. can't? You see, <laughs> use that. <laughs> yeah. So you literally just can't get up. Couldn't move. Terrified. Remember. I still remember the sensation oh, of Jesus. I was at one of my best friend's houses and I think that's why I was having this because I didn't like sleeping over other people's houses when I was younger. Like being away from home was like, uh, I don't do the sleepover thing. Why am I here? But I remember like uh, the dude like touching me. He, he was like trying to wake me up and talk to me. What? And I couldn't move or hear him or do anything. <gasps> it was like, it's so crazy. So crazy. Whoa. Well, maybe I need to try that now so somebody can <laughs> touch on me and try to wake me up. I can't move. Lower. <laughs> <laughs> I can't move anyway. More rigorously. <laughs> right I, there, right there. <laughs> first of all, I was a child, and because that's yeah. why I said, let's try it now. <laughs> and speaking of and moving right on along, yeah, pubic hair, the like baby, Grace. <laughs> the baby dropped his album. The baby, Natalia Grace. The baby, the baby. A great place yeah. to start. Great place to start. What an amazing That's what segment. Natalia Grace is listening to <laughs> right the now. Baby. So yeah. the baby dropped this album. <laughs> right now, she's turned. Her parents have turned on the radio and listened to the baby. <laughs> um. So the baby dropped his album, Kirk. Um. 
I have nothing to say because it's nothing but pure fire. Yeah. Nice. Um, have you had a chance to listen to it? No, not yet. Ooh, friend. Ooh, friend. Yeah. Ooh, friend. Ooh, friend. Ooh, friend. I mean, I don't doubt it. I, <laughs> the and, summer has been his. And he does not disappoint. Nice. I, I will say. He's, it's a great. It's great. It's perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. Now, people complain about all his songs sounding alike. Did he change that feeling with this album? I mean, it's definitely his style. Mm-hmm. Um, the production, there's different types of production, but it's all similar. So I think that those people that are complaining about that, that are looking for something to complain about, they'll still find something anyway. This it's is good, good music. Enough. Yeah. yeah. It's and you just know, good I, music. Me personally, I think because I'm one of them people, I like a lot of things any damn way. I feel like that conversation comes up a lot with people, but then like sometimes you can take a step back and revisit certain projects and be like, oh, this was a lot of the same, but there were so many different elements that were sprinkled in there. And very much to what Dustin was saying, like, you know, it's very different production on each track, but, you know, his cadence, he kind of shows how it's very versatile. So I don't feel like it's a lot of the same. It's just more of his debut and him showing like, how relevant he is to this climate, but how he has so much to show and how he's going to keep doing more with these newer projects he's going to release. So I do like the fact that he dropped intro as the single. Yes. Ooh. I thought that kind of solidified his place in the industry where it's like, I can give you the party records and the upbeat records, you know, but I can also give you a so- a heartfelt record Something about real. my father. Yeah. yeah. Which, that's, that's like baby it's shocking. Old baby. Yeah, that the label would be cool with that because, you know, labels would be like, uh, no, we need another Suge. Yeah. Like, that's how labels work. Yep. They're, they're formula chasers. Yep. And I love that he, I mean, obviously I wasn't in the meeting, so I don't know, but I'm assuming he was probably like, no. <laughs> I got this. I know what I want to drop and this is the single that is going to come with this album. And um, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. And he don't take no shit. You could tell. Yeah. You know, well, we just <laughs> leave it there. Pro- proven track record. <laughs> proven. Proven track record. Uh, but yeah, but I want to shout out the baby. If you're trying to avoid listening to him because you feel like you hear too much about him, don't then be that fuck guy. you. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's this season. Yeah, yeah. Why are you hating? Don't be yeah. that guy. Just go ahead and give Let him a spin. Because, you know, people are going to be like, ah, oh, it stuff sounds the same. Well, you know, find you something that you feel sounds the same, but you enjoy and, you know, ride with that. Because I don't feel like his shit sounds the same, but I've been listening to a lot of his stuff and Stunt for Vegas separately as one of his artists who he features on there. And it's, you know, beautiful to see him pushing him still along. Not, you know, like, oh, I'm going to leave this person off the album or whatever. People do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's good to see him being a consistent writer. I appreciate that. Speaking of consistent writers, and I have not written this out. I'm just segwaying right along. <laughs> Young M.A. has dropped Herstory in the making. Hey, mm-hmm. it's her album? Yes. Nice. And it is delicious. If I have to pick a word, it's 21 tracks. Um, I didn't even know. Nothing but pure heat. Like, Young and May, um, there are a few of these songs on here that were singles. Like, you know, Petty Wap was a single. Big was a single. Um, Car Confessions was a single. There are songs on here that she put out, and I remember being like, damn, like, these songs are really hitting, but I didn't know if they were going to be part of the album. They fit perfectly in the album. They don't feel redundant, and they feel very much part of, like, her architecture of her solidifying herself as someone that's... Uh, I mean, I guess if you want to say a female MC, but someone that's just an MC, right. like someone that spits differently, can tell stories, gives you a little bit of a nostalgic vibe, but it's very like unique in her her flavor of like what she wants to talk about. Because it's very funny listening to her talk about rapping by her strap, but still, oh boy. but still, you know, can have wordplay that can run with the big boys. So shout out to Young and May for still fucking shit up. Well, she took her time with this. I'm glad she did. She didn't drop immediately after Hefany or what was it? <laughs> Yeah, uh, you call her Stephanie, I call her Stephanie. Because usually you'd feel pressure, you know, yeah. that was your moment. And I like that she was like, nah, my That was moment. her old town yeah. road. 
Honestly, it really was honestly, that song was exhausting. Oh song, my right? god, I was Jesus. in love with that damn song. Ooh, ooh. But yeah, shout out to Young and May. Please go check her out. Please listen to the project. There's 21 songs on here. It really gives me a late night uh, roll up and 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 feel. Hell yeah, hell. My- Look, when you finally got the fuck, there are tracks on there <laughs> that really give me that feel. Oh, I'm so, in. I'm so, gonna play yeah. it all day tomorrow. So you can wrap her ass off. I was enjoying the sidewalk. In Harlem the other night, and um, some people were, I was by some water, and some people were playing it. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's the streets, listen, the streets is fucking with it. Oh, yes. I gotta listen. Shout out to Young and May, and shout out to Young and May stylist, because Young and May be fresh as hell. And oh, I always God. see shit and be like, I want that. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Young and May stylist. Mm-hmm. Yes. So those are the people I really wanted to feature and talk about and discuss at the top of our episode. I'm sure there's plenty of, there are plenty of new tracks, things that you all have been listening to. So I will hear from you, Fran and Dustin, what you have been listening to lately. Fran, you know it's ladies first. Tell me what you've been listening to. I'm trying to see who else came out. I'm yeah, because to... tons of music came out. I feel like so much Molly came Brazy out. came out. Like, there are just so many things I haven't had the shout chance to, to listen Molly to. Shout out to Molly Brazy with that Cash Out feature. Yes. Also, shout out to Cash Out because her album got pushed back to the 18th. It's not well, a we're oh, waiting. Oh, I saw her. She was like yeah. so sad about it. Well, we're, well, we're waiting. Cash Out, we're not upset with you. It don't we're, mean a damn thing to me. I, I'm look, right I'm just there. saying. So, uh, whoever at the label, if you're responsible for this pushback, don't let it happen again. Cash Out, we're waiting. We're excited. That's all I'm going to say. All right. So, friend, what you been listening to? Like we said, a lot of new stuff's come out. I want to just really distract you really fast while you're looking for what you listen to and Thanks. tell you what I tried to listen to. <laughs> uh, actually, I should not say that. No, say it. You, okay, so you know, I always, there are people that we talk about and it's like, oh, this person used to make music. So let me press play and see what they sound like today. I'm trying to work my way through Nivea right now. Oh, shoot. She dropped a project that's called Mirrors. So I'm, um, I'm like, you know, thumbing through that right now. You know, I'm so glad you said Nivea. You know how BET has a new show? On their digital. Yeah, and they show Nivea. Where they talked with, to Nivea. What was it called? I can't the, remember. Is the it name like the lost? I know exactly like what you're talking BET, about. Like BET, like their fi- version finding, of Unsung. Finding, yes. some, finding yeah. Nivea. There yeah. we go. Well, it's their finding, finding. series. They're so, finding. First of all, yeah. I don't know who has taken over their digital, but they're like putting out yeah. kind of interesting shows. So they had. Did you watch Jay Holidays? I did watch Jay Holidays. <laughs> I did. I did good. too. I did too. Finding they Jay Holiday. Did. He was in the parking lot. <laughs> okay, in the back, in <laughs> the back, in the back of his lag. That's where he was. At. In, look, in the back of his lag, just oh, like it's his a Gucci project. jacket, bro. They just really <laughs> like back my life when I get home. Hold on, yeah, that made it so work. Sweet. My lines was spinning. <laughs> I've been so busy with the website. <laughs> There was the a deluxe to back of my lap. <laughs> no, Ooh, they just ahead, released bro. an episode with Chingy. Oh yes. <laughs> Why you laugh? <laughs> Why you laugh? <laughs> Chingy. Last time I seen that nigga, he had mutton chops. You know he was on the um. You know what mutton chops are, Sante? No. That sideburns that look like this. <laughs> And he did have that. Look like little bell bottom jeans on the side of your face. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Chinky is so cute. He used to he be. is. No, he, he is, is still. You gotta I'm watch all of that. He got his little uncle swag. Please go. Uncle swag, very <laughs> yeah. crown royal bag. Listen, very when much. you're headed home 
tonight, watch, and those of you listening, go <laughs> on BT's YouTube channel and watch the Finding Chingy. If you're going to make it a much finding. It is so good. I got the BET Plus app. I subscribed to really? the new digital service. Oh, yeah, nice. I wanted to watch the First Wives Club. Oh, Jesse's in it. Is he really? Yeah. Shout out to Jesse Boykins. He looks Boykin. so cute. Shout out to Jesse Boykins. And you know what? Jesse was also in Beyonce's uh, doc for the gift uh-huh. wow. he was in it because he's one he was one of the artists that she called to write music <laughs> so obviously he couldn't tell me at the time because they make him sign ndas mm-hmm. but now that the doc was out he was talking about I it i was, was like, like what oh, i know yes. he was holding that in that must have been so hard Something went um, bigger. but he's in the documentary which was really awesome to see but yes i think you guys should watch the chingy one because it is so good uh-huh there was a lot about his career that i just didn't realize he had a lot of hits mm-hmm. yeah he did like a lot of hits and you even what happened baby, between him and ludicrous come roll with me you but yeah. if you was my oh, baby, yeah, like, that was my shit. You could roll with me. me. <laughs> if, if you, you was my baby, baby, that was. That, and I'm oh telling God. you, you know what else was my shit, don't you? <laughs> well, Y'all know what else. Which one? The one it's with. It's just uh, me and you. Ooh, chingy. That was my shit. <laughs> yeah, so you was a writer. Wait, but here's the thing he's releasing a new album. <laughs> Why did you bust out laughing? Why did you bust out laughing immediately? Give her like two more seconds before because I, I was holding my I'm job. Sorry. I'm sorry. I, I was I'm trying sorry. to hold my I'm sorry. Go ahead, you come. <laughs> Ooh, <chingy. laughs> He's I guess we didn't found him. Finding Chingy. Here you go, right here. He's really sending a new album. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The first single was really good. Good. No, seriously. He makes good music. That ain't never been the problem. (laughs) Can't you stop laughing? They they play it at the end of the episode. They played it right there. (laughs) Right there at the end of the episode. You gonna play my new song right there. (laughs) (laughs) Mama quarter piece, she far from a time. I done did some real old man shit with my hair. Make it hot, boing like a bunny. Girl, can I touch you with something? But why did he have a t-shirt on <laughs> that said there and it was crossed out and, and then there, crossed out and, and then there. Shout out to Chingy's Teesprings. <laughs> but Ooh. I said all that to say. Watch the Finding series. That you cannot sleep on Chingy. <laughs> this is like one of the times she was talking about Cisco. That's a nice. <laughs> you can't. You can't. The single oh, is so Chingy. good. I can't wait. I cannot wait for y'all to hear it because y'all are going to eat your words. I, no, I All believe. of you listening, <laughs> we're going to walk them back to this episode. You know what? I'm going to make it my listen lately. Hold on. <laughs> Let me pull it up. That right nigga now. had an Elvis afro the last time I seen him. Man. <laughs> he was in a basement and shit. Nobody I was say like, he hasn't wasn't that much older than me. <laughs> so, oh what the God. fuck is going on? I'm like, why this nigga look like. Ooh, I bet you said Calm dad mud and, and shit. Here he had mutton chops, them them bell bottom sideburns. You know what I'm talking about, right? 
And the fact that that was Jason Weaver Mutton on One Call Away. Anita Baker haircut. Can that we was say, Jason Weaver? Yes, because I was thinking about the song with Tyrese. But you that come roll with me. <laughs> I'm only one call away. The fact that that was Jason yeah. fucking Weaver, Ooh. that is amazing. And he was in the video and everything. He was? Yes. When he was like that. leaning up against the... At Chingy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like leaning up Y'all against the gate. Y'all can't say Chingy ain't fine. Chidi had a couple. He had a look. I ain't two. seen the show yet, friend. I'm just going. I'm just going to keep it real. I haven't seen the show he, yet. He had a couple looks. Please now. get back to me when y'all do. I'm okay. trying to find this new music now. That's what I, I don't want. think it dropped yet. Oh, it's it's. That's why you have to watch the episode. Oh. It's an exclusive. Okay, well, you a know, BET digital exclusive. I'm gonna make sure I do that. I'm because you know what I do like the finding series, and I watched when <sighs> Tweet was on there. That is so. <laughs> funny <laughs> i like can't breathe like i'm wheezing a little bit all right so he i like discovered... he was married to wheezy <laughs> Every jefferson time last time i seen him with that afro and them that goddamn mud he in the witness protection book the fuck is going on why his son why his sideburns got armrests y'all killed me today so i found an artist by the name of blanche J. Yeah. Ever heard of her? Mm-mm. No, I heard of Blanche Devereaux. She okay. has she has a really interesting sound. Blanche Devereaux and Juicy J mixed together. It's one of those songs where <laughs> that would be <laughs> right. Something. You see something. You know now. when you're playing your playlist, we always talk about this and you and it finishes how it'll play something songs else. that are similar. Mm-hmm. So this song came on and I was like, Oh, she has a really interesting voice. And this is how it goes. It's called Grey Skies. U-turn my, U-turn my, okay. That voice, though, that tone. Yeah, I like that. Oof. I feel like Very I haven't rich. heard a voice like that in yes. so long. And she literally, as soon as she came on, I looked over at the computer like, what? Like, who that is? Who's this? And so she's Blanche J. I listened to her whole project, and it's incredible. That's not even, like, the best song on it. That's okay. just the one that brought me in and reeled me in. Definitely show her some love. And that's it for me. I'm going to just give you that one this time. Ew. Ew. All right then, Dustin, what you been listening to lately now, I want to give a shout out to Mariah Carey. It's the 10 year anniversary of Memoirs of an Imperfect Ooh. Angel. Oh, man. What a great album. Um, You guys know it's rare that artists in that uh, section of their career come out with new original albums that are that good. You know what I mean? And we don't have to like them just out of our allegiance to the artist. Like, it's actually good music. Right. So shout out to that album. There's so many songs we can reference. But like, you know, it was great. Um, Also, as far as what I've been listening to, um, there's an artist uh, called Sada. 
out of Detroit. Um, and there's a song on Lost Files by the producer. It's a compilation by the producer, The Realist. And it's a song called Let Me Bang that samples like a <laughs> Detroit classic. Mm-hmm. I've actually talked about this on the show before, but I heard it again. So we about to listen to it again. It is. And it go a little something like this. Y'all ready to dance? Mm-hmm. Here we go. And I'm sorry for the vulgarities in advance. <laughs> Yourself. You don't need no help, hot booty, make a nigga melt Ain't no time left, I'ma hit it, hit it on the shelf She gon' give me neck, I'm that nigga, bitch, what you expect? I don't pay for sex, I ain't tricking, bitch, I ain't a dick You can't pay me back, 4-5 on my hip, I stay the dick He gon' say he strapped, he ain't nowhere around with this clap Fuck his bitch, send her back Okay, so I'm so <laughs> yeah. Okay, then You know, add that to your playlist for whatever kind of playing you doing <laughs> That's it I'm fucking with that That was dope all right. Well, before I let y'all go, I want to leave you with a song that I've been listening to. <clears throat> I've been in my hood rat, my hood rat bag as of late. Oh. Um, Guap Dad Four Thousand is somebody that I fuck with. Uh, heavy. I, I don't know why. I just be pretending that I'm from the West Coast, but he's out of <laughs> Oakland, and um, I just love everybody. I don't know. I just really love the the West Coast sounds. But uh, I saw his name pop up today on Spotify. Because he is on a remix to this song by this artist named Twelve Twelve Lin. So it's twelve. Oh, I'm totally familiar. The song or what? Twelve Lin. Twelve Lin. Because that song, uh, Stardust. There's a song named Start called Stardust that he's done, and it's dope. But um, I saw this video pop up on my YouTube a couple of days ago for the original song, but I didn't click on it. But the remix came up today on my Spotify. So like, let me listen to this song, and it is my shit. Like the production, I just love the production of it. And what he's talking about in the song is it's the shit. It's just a vibe. So the track is called Thank the Gang. You know, I, I just love songs like that where it's like all about like the home team. Cause I think about all my friends always doing amazing things and how it's like an inspiration and ain't none of us haters. Like we all just have really cool shit going on. So I'm like, yeah. listen to the song, Thank the Gang. I'm just like thinking about how everybody's thankful for so many cool things and it made me thankful. So Thank the Gang. I wanna play Thank the Gang. Thank to, the gang. To thank the gang. So this is the remix. I'm gonna just play like the first uh, little part. We're not gonna get to Guap Dad's part. <laughs> But just know, <laughs> Co-op Dad does his thing on here, but I'm not even going to play his part. I'm just going to play 12 Link because it's his song, so you guys can get to know his track and style. So listen to this song. Again, it's Thank the Gang, and it's the remix. We just going to pack this shit up and take all the hoes home with us, man. Pop up the whip, she tryna I got tents on the windows Peeking if you want, you can't see behind these Average Joes, wanting more, we extort Leave it ice cold Bag filled with money, split it with the whole team We here with the ice glow, counting the pesos Letting the day go Time flies, so come and get it started with me and he started going to fuck off and then it come back around I'm so 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 listen to it and and listen to both versions because I like both of, both of his verses, but then I also like Guap Dad on the remix. So listen to both versions. That was good. It was the shit, and the video looks dope because I didn't click on the video. I just saw like the screens moving. It was very retro and old school feeling. I was like, all right, I gotta go back and watch this. 
But um, I think one of his related artists was like Denzel Curry, and I really like Denzel Curry. Oh, so I love Denzel. yeah, so check him out. I think he's out of Miami it's too. Like Denzel Washington, but light skin, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like Steph Curry though. So yes, I believe this artist is out of Miami too. Another one of them. So you know that's where my daddy from. <laughs> And yeah, that's the shit that I'm into. And that's what I've been listening to. And those are my listens lately. And those are our listens lately. And that's the Music Man segment. And now we get to move on over to TV land. Dustin Ross, what have you been watching? He was passionate. You know, I like a passionate he Yes, he was. he was. He felt Thank that. Thank you, before I go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah. And, I like ah! that. It makes, I want to do music. Yeah, I do too. And I, I love. I feel like I could have kept up. <laughs> for real, for real. Like, and that, <laughs> I feel like that's like a drink in the clubs ass song. Like when you hear that shit and you feel like you've been working so damn hard and everybody else been going and y'all looking at each other and it's like a good ass, like good ass time music. I like shit like that. And then the feel of the production. Ooh. And he sounds good. Ooh. Yeah. My favorite thing. dope. All right. So we're going to keep it real quick over here and keep it at Bravo. No, there's so much drama. But it's got to be quick. No, it's so much. <laughs> so the Real Housewives of Atlanta trailer for season 12 was released as well as a cast photo. Wow. This season on Real Housewives of Atlanta. They look absolutely beautiful in the cast photo. You can tell that the budget is a little bit bigger this year. Hey. The ladies are in full glam in these black, very dramatic gowns. They all look beautiful. All of NeNe, everybody. They all look good. Um, the trailer looks really, really action packed. Some people are saying they were underwhelmed, but if you're a fan of the show who keeps up with like the fan pages and you've been keeping up with the headlines that have been being reported since they've been filming mm-hmm. the season, you know, there's so much more to come mm-hmm. than they showed in that trailer. Cause they're going to do a mid season trailer. Exactly. Too. They're going to do more another shit. one. <laughs> so, and there's been so much that has happened even as recently as this week. Another thing I was excited to see was everybody was caught off guard by Kenya Moore's divorce announcement. Oh, it's insane. Um, And then in the trailer, they actually show that. And we did. This is when I love I love I love it when people can maintain some sort of privacy um, in today's such, you know, this so accessible world that we live in. Mm -hmm. Um, She she was filming with her divorce attorney. Um, There were questions about prenups. They were showing arguments between her and Mark, all this shit that we had no idea was going to take place. So it's really going to make for a fascinating show. And one thing about it, The Real Housewives of Atlanta is a reality show that's held in a certain regard. It's actually a little bit, believe it or not, it's more respected um, than other reality show franchises. And it's because they really maintain the integrity of the show as best they can. So excited about that. And Mm. Kenya's back and it's going to be good. I can't wait. And Cynthia, you look beautiful. And shout out to her daughter, Noelle Robinson, who is absolutely yes. gorgeous and living her I best life. Her I'm going to show you some pictures, friend. But I can imagine she already looked like a model. Driving a convertible BMW. Oh, nice. She was at Howard. Now she's out in Cali. Just a lot. Yeah. Like doing it. Okay. Is she modeling? Yes. I knew it. Yep. <laughs> So, okay. So from there, and there's so much more that we could talk about, but we'll keep it moving. From there, Real Housewives of Potomac Reunion, part Mm. three, it wrapped up. Yes, he said he wanted to suck Juan's dick. By he, I'm talking about Ashley's husband, Michael Michael Darby. Darby. Who is Michael Darber, squeezing ass. Juan is Robin's ex-husband, who she still is with. And everybody... So two of the husbands on the show were together secretly. (laughs) No, in one One of them's mind, yes. Uh So Ashley's husband was accused by several of the producers, but most recently one of the producers on staff of grabbing his ass and sexually assaulting him. Charges were filed, all that stuff. 
Um, and so once it became a conversation, of course, everybody said, well, actually, I've been known because this happened two seasons ago and this producer accused him of the same thing. And this person told you not to touch and him I no heard more. this too. <laughs> All this stuff. And I told you when Giselle said, I told you not to do that. And he was the most entitled, um, uh, uh, just refusing to to admit to anything white man I've ever seen in my life. It was so hard to watch. And then the other white man had to call him out on it. He yeah. said, what makes you so credible and everybody else is di- like discredited? Yeah, and that was a great point because he literally was, was completely um, just taking the value out of everything that everybody had to say and dodging questions, answering questions with questions. When it's so clear what has happened and it's literally on record, there's really no room for him to refute anything. But some kind of way, he found a way to create confusion in the conversation. And it was just really awful to watch. And Ashley looked so stupid, not only just in what she was wearing, but also in sitting up there defending him like a fool. Your husband is you know, yo, I just would have sounded like, you know, your husband gay and, and he, he like niggas or whatever. Like whatever yeah. y'all's arrangement is, you know what it is. But what we not about to do. You don't think she already knows? Of course. That's what I'm saying. Mm. She does already know. Right. So why are we Deep sitting down. up here right. on this stage <laughs> arguing as if you don't know the same shit we know and what we all know happened didn't happen. Like I'm not like about the to way she game. doesn't say anything. It almost would make me feel better if she was just like, it happened, but leave it alone. We don't need to talk about it. Right. That way we could be like, so you see it right. Hey, and my husband grabbed his ass. Well, she's and y'all don't have do no idea what our relationship consists of or don't. But what you do know is that I'm standing by him through this and we're going to be okay. So I'd appreciate it if you bitches would shut the fuck up. That's all she needed like to do. Mm-hmm. She couldn't do that, but you want to argue and go back and forth with everybody. It just didn't do nothing but make us hate her even more. We really never liked her. And I believe yeah. her daddy didn't answer the door because he watched the show. I mean, potentially. <laughs> Moving on to I Married to Madison. I know exactly where her daddy stay, and I didn't like that scene, so I would go knock on his door and punch Moving him. Moving on to Married to and Madison. I don't like Ashley either. So, uh, Dr. Heavenly provides these after shows on YouTube. They're so insightful oh, because yeah, it's like I'm a reunion say. after every episode. The highlight of this week's episode was Jocelyn Hernandez showing up on Married to Medicine because she's best friends with Buffy, who is the new friend to the cast, um, who. She's Buffy. But anyway, um, so (laughs) Jocelyn was on the episode. Her and Toya, one of the main cast members since season one, had a verbal disagreement. It was so funny. Jocelyn was typical Jocelyn Hernandez. Just implanted. It was like a drone had dropped her into the middle of the American medicine set. Right. (laughs) So. What I found most interesting about Dr. Heavenly's after show for the people who watch, if you didn't watch Married to Medicine, this ain't for you. If you watched, this is for you. So Dr. Heavenly said that there was actually way more that happened and way more that was said. She said it was obvious when Jocelyn sat down that she had her sights set on Toya. And she said that she believed that was because when they first, and here's where it gets juicy. Apparently when they first started filming for this season, um, Toya and Buffy like had words, you know, behind the scenes or whatever. And Buffy had it out for her. And so because of that, when she invited her friend Jocelyn to come film, Jocelyn was hurling these insults that were so specific to Toya's life. You could tell she had been debriefed. Right. So it was a Jocelyn setup, don't watch no damn married to But it made for great television. <laughs> it she can't amazing. spell medicine, but it made for a great television. <laughs> it was amazing. continue letting you live it up and not paying your taxes. Okay. <laughs> 
Latoya was hot. You think it was a good me? idea? Oh, absolutely. For it me, shook, as a viewer, up. yeah. It shook it up. And you know, it, it was That's amazing. when they do that. Just throw and she's not a cast in. member. It was a rare cameo, but it was so good. Also, I, shout out to Carrie Wells, who oh, I never yes. liked and still don't still like. Don't sing. But she uh, lit a fire underneath Mariah's ass and yes. Toya by calling out how ridiculous it was that they're now these close friends. You know, <laughs> and it was so funny because she literally, it took one sentence. One scene, one sentence for yep. her to wake that up. Yep. And what did Mariah do? Sit there stirring around in her seat, looking to Oh, Miss Carrie, well, we ain't going away. We ain't not saying nothing. <laughs> Don't be bringing up all the space here, with no. stupid rhetoric that no one understands, you know, and never making any points. I'm just, I don't get it. And I'm not impressed. And Mariah, you don't do nothing. <laughs> There's literally no reason to like you. Damn. You don't do nothing. I don't. Nothing. We watch you get, you know what her scenes be on the show? So Contessa is, Dr. Contessa is in Nashville working on becoming dual boarded and refocusing her medical career on public health. Quad has a cookbook that she's touring the country with. She's on a talk show. Dr. Heavenly's husband just opened a surgery center. She's got multiple practices as well as a thriving career doing public speaking engagements and a new radio show with Dr. Heaven, Dr. Jackie, who's doing her own thing. Simone is, is crazy and loud, but doing her thing. Everybody's pretty much got things going on except for Toya and Mariah. You know what Mariah seems to be, friend? Picking out clothes to wear to somebody's event that they're throwing. That's it. Picking out her and Aiden's clothes. And she think that we're supposed to be interested in that and respect her as the head of this show. I'm not. <laughs> so that's my Married to Medicine review. Moving on, I'm done with TV land. Let's get to the next story. <laughs> we're going to wrap this thing up. With a bone. <clears throat> so we're on episode seven, you guys. And thank you for tuning in uh, to this story. It picks up where episode six left off. Ooh, child, my niece is gone. If you know me, you know I like the air around me to be clear. So when I saw that look on Corey's face, I excused myself from conversation with Ramon and started making my way across the club toward Corey. I knew I had to be mistaken. Me and Corey didn't have them kind of problems with each other. No jealousy, no real arguments, no stupid shit in general. Except maybe the way we met years ago, which was hilarious. Here's what happened. It was a cold Brooklyn night, and after hanging out at some of my friends' apartment, I was in the mood for some company that was more intimate. So I said bye to my friends, grabbed my parka, and headed out home. It was about a 15-minute walk, so I figured what better way to pass the time than to get on the app and see who else was just as horny as I was. My walk was pretty much a straight shot down a main road, so aside from looking up to cross the street, I was pretty much walking on autopilot with my head and my phone. I poked a couple profiles I thought were sexy and then looked up just in time to see a subway entrance to my right. Even though my walk was short, it was cold as hell. So I decided to ride them two stops and take the subway train the rest of the way. I tossed my phone in my pocket while I pulled out my Metro card to enter the train. It was like 1 a.m. and at that time of night, there weren't a lot of people on the train stations, especially in Brooklyn. So after I swiped to go in, I'm standing there in deep thought and in deep horny thought as I wait what felt for as I wait for what felt like an hour for the train. Just as I was thinking how I should have just went ahead and walked in the cold, I heard the dreaded gay app notification sound from my phone <laughs> echo all the way through the train station. <laughs> What does it sound like? It's one of those sounds <laughs> that if you, you know, <laughs> you know. So it was mad embarrassing. And as soon as I looked up and around to see if anyone had come onto the platform, 
Of course, I see another guy holding up his phone with the app open and we literally burst out laughing. (laughs) He wasn't really my type physically, but we went to my place that night with every intention of fucking. But we ended up smoking and laughing so hard and so much that a true best friendship was born. So now, as I walked across this club tonight, I knew that I had to have things fucked up. There was no way that my dog Corey was tripping over me talking to this guy, Ramon. There had to be another reason that he was looking that way. And it also had to be another reason that I know he just saw me making my way over here towards him, looked me in my eye, and he's now walking away. So next wow. week we find out what the fuck the problem is. Have a great week, you guys. <laughs> Thanks for listening wow. to The Friend Zone. Yes. And go to thefriendzonelive.com and get your tickets to our live tour. And also, if you made it to this part of the episode, go to Getting Grown's podcast. Boom. They have an episode titled Daddy Lessons, and Crystal and I were the special guests. Yeah, It was a very, very beautiful episode where we were very vulnerable and honest, and I'm very proud of it. Proud of my sisters for the work that we do. Getting Grown, Daddy Lessons episode. As always, we love you so much. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. I love week. you, Fran. I love you, Asante. Oh, I love you, I love you Justin. Sometimes you just need I to know you that. Too, you know what I'm saying? That's I love real. y'all niggas. That was Oh, I love y'all too. And I, I'm so excited we get to go back on the road together. Oh, my God. With, Another year. With Jade, with Jade and, Kia. and Kia. That's going to be Ooh, too baby. much. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be amazing. This is going to be and super And Michelle. Oh, Lifetime yes. on that. Oh, <laughs> Perfect episode since y'all be watching all them little movies. You and Michelle would have had a blast watching this movie. You I'm know we got to do an Airbnb house. Oh. We have yeah. to. Oh. Well, <laughs> y'all are like, oh, baby. Look, you, <laughs> like rooms. Look, you already know I had my experiences with Airbnb now. I don't oh, need true, another true. one. Fine. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe just the girls. All right. You know, we going to San Francisco too. <laughs> What if we got to run from somebody uphill? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I ain't making it. I ain't going to Us and Natalia Grace. <laughs> okay. We love you. Thank you so she much for listening. She's under the steps somewhere. <laughs> She's somewhere haunting the fuck out of somebody. Oh People God. under the steps for real. Stay black and, they walk and protect up your magic. <laughs> I'm leaving. You guys see a little pink bike in front of our house? Uh, the With one of the wheels spinning. Bye. With one of the Bye. wheels up in the air spinning. Buy pumpkins. She didn't just threw the damn bike on the side. Buy pumpkins. <laughs> Bye, pumpkins. <laughs> Bye. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. With the Internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash podcast free. All lowercase, shopify.com slash podcast free, shopify.com slash podcast free. (laughs) 